everybody, welcome to another episode of Reboot Already Underway. Tonight, I'm your host, David Becker, and joining me will be the one and only, Aaron Hahn. Hello. Hey, Aaron, how are you doing today? I'm glad to see that you made it to New York safe. Thank you. Thank you. And the Hi. well-loved, highly rated Is that, is that so? Am I highly loved? I, 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 I highly know, I loved, said, well, but not. But we're still gonna take away this uh, this uh, hosting yeah, gig from yes. you for this week. Because that's, no that's fine. That's fine. Twenty seventeen's about change, and some things need to change. Is that is that what it's ago. about? So I think your time <laughs> for change is over. But maybe you want to you want to run us through what we're gonna be doing on the show tonight. Dave? So, of course. Do yeah. Of course I will. You got it pulled up? If he's... <laughs> are you ready? As soon as he figures Tonight out what we are Tonight on the podcast, we're going to be talking about Logan. It's going to be a full spoiler oh, review. See, Don't worry. Jake will put up. a time code in for when you can hop through unless you want to hear now, spoilers David, for Logan. I just want to point out, you already messed up. You got to start from the bottom and work your way up. So I'd say something to the effect of, we're going to talk about Pulp Fiction for our Netflix book club. Then we're going to be talking a little bit about the upcoming movies. Got a little bit of Beauty and the Beast. But first, we're gonna talk about Logan. That's how I would do it. Now you can—it's your own but, right now. But so, what, what did I what did I open this podcast with, Jacob? You, it's twenty seventeen. It's about what? Again, year? it's March. It's three uh, well, months too it's late about for a lot of things. No, 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 no. What, what did I open? It's about. It's about change. Start, still, see, there we go. It's so, still about that. But again, it is March. <laughs> So, Jacob, you do want things it's one way. Tw- it's still 2017, what? isn't it? That's why I'm choosing to do things yeah. another way. All right. Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. I was just letting you I, know. I was trying to give you the the little um, uh, tips of the trade, as it were, you know? I've been trading quite well. No, I'm just kidding. No, not what uh, I meant. So. <laughs> I mean, this is – now let me just point this out to everyone listening. Normally, David likes to do a fake start to the show – and then he's like, ha-ha, he laughs, and then I'm like, all right, let's do it. And I said, get us into it. Now, he just took it and ran this week. <laughs> so buckle in, everybody. Episode 43. It's going to be a big one. David, just take us into it, buddy. So let's talk about Logan. But you got to, oh, man. You got to give it oh, a little bit talk- more fanfare than that. Fanfare. The, you gotta, the, you gotta crit- spice it up a little. Like, guys, yeah. last week we saw a little film. A little film starring Hugh Jackman. A little bit, uh, of, little bit of Daphne Keene in there. No, you're dragging this out. You're, no, you're no. dragging this no. out too much. And you know what? Remember? We also saw a little bit of Patrick Stewart. The reason I took so long to drag it out is because I couldn't remember Patrick Stewart's name. <laughs> so, Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it was a problem. So there we go. Now, now you can say we're talking about I, I also said earlier in this podcast that I'm a straight content kind of guy. It kinda wasn't guy. in the podcast. That was before. <laughs> We're talking about Logan, everybody. We're talking about Logan. Logan, you still have time. We got ourselves an X-Men fan. Maybe a quarter of it happened. And not like this. Spoiler. No, so, not spoilers okay. yet. We're going to talk about it. Without spoilers you said, for a little bit. You said spoiler review. What do you mean we're not talking about spoilers? We've, I've been waiting a whole week. Now we're getting, we're going to get to the spoilers. This is great radio. <laughs> Someone's like, 
I love listening to three people argue. Well, two people argue and one person sit back and just kind of I'm, yeah, I'm, make snarky comments. I'm not to blame for any of this. No. Um, so at first, I think we should just talk about what we thought about the film, what, what we liked about it, without spoilers. That way, if you haven't seen Logan, you can get kind of our thoughts, our, our, our feelings, and then we're going to talk about spoilers. You know? Got to get into a little bit of that. David's gone. Oh, David. David left in protest. Oh. And he's back. So, Aaron, what'd you think of Logan? Uh, well, as I said last week, highly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. My my favorite of all the X Men films, I oh, think, that's a, for sure. That's an interesting stance. My cat I, I is absolutely stand. losing his mind in the background. If you're hearing jingling, podcast listeners. My cat is losing his mind. All right. Sorry. I can I can stand with Aaron, but not the last stand. But I can make a stand. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> you like that X Men pun there I threw in there? Have you seen the last stand yet? This is what yeah, yeah, so we, I we mean, forgot to talk about is... it last week. You didn't bring it up. Oh yeah. Because no, you told us you were gonna watch two and three, and then you and never talked thinks, about it. Yeah, three, we, we talked about it. I didn't know. Aaron, he thinks three is better than one. Oh no! Oh, no. no, I think three. Yes, I do. But Logan, I agree with you, Aaron. Logan was a great film. One of my favorites of the year. I had it at number one, but something overtook it recently. So Was it the bye-bye man? It was the bye-bye man. Um, but also, I have, an, uh, I have a vested interest. I've been dating the bye-bye man recently. Uh, we've been going steady. So, you know, I'm like, I, you know, I, I'm a little biased in that. Re- oh, and <laughs> so... Anyway, Logan, I, I think it's fantastic. If you like X-Men, if you've liked any of the previous films, if you're just a fan of comic books in general, uh, this is quite the film. Uh, or even if you're not a fan of that's true. comic book movies traditionally, this is very unlike a lot of comic book yeah. movies mm-hmm. recently. Very much more like a Western, mm-hmm. as many have noted, including myself. Just going just gonna... to... Yep. Plug that well, review in there. <laughs> yeah. Aaron, in his review on this clever blog name, is already taken. And, of course, I wrote a review as well on Jake Lace. Uh, you can check that out. And in my review, I said it's the mature superhero film we've been waiting for. And I think that's really the truth. Uh, it deals with interesting themes and interesting uh, character developments uh, that you, you don't get to You know what other see. films did that? The Dark Knight. Oh, God. So, you know. David, what do you want I, to say I, non-spoiler? I wasn't exactly it. waiting just, for no, a mature superhero film. Just block him out, David. Just block him out. I already He's found talking about the perfect Dark one. He's just going to keep talking about it. And just... So, I saw Logan. And this, I agree with Aaron. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite X-Men movie. Yeah. Of all time. I think so, too. I think I'm with you on that. And they could just stop making X-Men and just leave it at that. And I'd be happy, personally. I don't know if they're going to follow Days of Future Past timeline more. I don't know yeah. what they're going to do. X-Men altogether? You don't even want, like, a Deadpool 2 in there? Yeah, what about Deadpool 2? Eh. Is that really part of that? Eh. I mean, there's a literal teaser for Deadpool 2 before <laughs> Logan. Spoilers. Eh, let's just True. get into it. Spoilers. Oh, 
Well, I've been trying to get into this entire time. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Guess who? Di- guess who dies? Guess guess who dies? It's guess, Professor it, Xavier. It's... You're right. That family in the farmhouse. All of the other X-Men. fake Wolverine. Pretty much all of the villains. Caliban. I think all the villains, yes. Pretty much every single person in this movie. Yeah. Except for... Including, <laughs> including Logan. Let's make, oh, let's yeah. Make oh, jeez. How, oh, how oh, wait, okay, what? Logan? Did, what? Did he, did he die? I must have missed that part. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that. But, I, you know, I forgot to say it. I feel bad now. Uh, but, yeah, he does. He does die, actually. Yeah, so... But it'd be, it would be faster if we just listed the characters who didn't die uh, in this role. The, the kind of chubby kid who runs away from the the bad guys? People were being so mean in my theater. They were like, were they oh, laughing? the fat kids. <laughs> Can't get away. And I was like, you guys are really mean. He does get away. <laughs> That's the thing. They subverted. Our expectations, ladies and gentlemen. I will say that was like, if I'm, I'm just going to start out here because we've been praising this film a lot. Yeah. The one aspect of this film that the the one moment in this film where I was just like, eh, that's kind of dumb, is the moment where like all the little mutant kids like gang up on the on the Donald guy and like they and all use, use all their powers at yeah. once, oh, really? and it's just like so awkward because they're just like, oh, here's some electricity and here's some like plants and here's some like whatever else they had and it was just like weird to have them all like trying to use their powers at the same time it was too hokey you know i like kind of broke the tone i liked it it was like a nice like yep you get what you deserve like it was like the kind of like oh man his undoing is what he was making you know his was the the little girl there as well no using her powers because that would have been i would have been okay with it if she was there just stabbing him while they're all doing that, she's just like brutally murdering him. The ground that like eats sick. him though. <laughs> like how no, is no, that no, no. not? If she awesome, was just like guys. pulls out the claws and just like while they're doing just yeah that that I would have been on board for. Aaron, could you agree? Because yeah. it, it would just be like why why is she just like doing this? Like they're all just like oh yeah we're gonna take care of him. She's like no stab stab like yeah I can see it. All right. <laughs> um. No, I mean, Aaron's already into nitpicks, so I guess I'll... It's not a nitpick. It's a bit it's of a, a nitpick. It's a, it's a, it's it's a big not a nitpick. Pick. It's because a big it, pick. if it was a nitpick, it'd be just something, you know, tiny and insignificant. Whereas this, I'm like, you were doing so well at keeping that tone in check, and then just for this one brief oh, moment, man. it's like you broke it. Because it's know. like, it's just I too hokey. I just, I guess I don't get what's hokey about it. Like... It's, it's it's just so cheesy when they're like, oh, we all have our own special gift and we're going to use them all at once. Even though it's not, these powers like don't go together. It's like there's no reason for all of them to be attacking him with their powers. They because only need one of them to do it. Aaron, it's because yes. they are, they're angry and they're vengeful towards the man who it was, caused them so much pain. It was It was just a dumb moment. All right. Surrounded by a lot of great moments. The only dumb moment... I thought in the movie was when they're like all gathered around him, like sniffing his hair and turn him, give him the mutton chops. I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, it was. Would you rather have like apocalypse, apocalypse come in and like forge a <laughs> costume remove, for him in the middle of the film? For no forge a costume <laughs> and then remove Professor Xavier's hair. Yeah, that would be. 
I think that's yeah, the way not to the do it. dumbest change in hairstyle mid film for an X Men film. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the fact that we can talk about dumb changes in hairstyle across different X Men films tells oh, you a lot boy. about the franchise. There's a lot of dumb <laughs> oh, hairstyles. Um, no, other than that, um, my only complaint with this film, I mean, real complaint, like plot wise, character wise, story wise is when they introduce the Logan clone. I'm like, this is so dumb. Like, you had something really good going for you, and now you introduce clones. Like, it's such a, like, a... a, I mean... But there was clones from the beginning, because X-23 is a clone. I know, but it's just... It felt weird. It's the same thing. It felt hokey. I'm like, this is now a comic book movie again. Like, before, it's like, yeah, he has claws and whatever, and all this is, like, still supernatural in a sense. But as soon as you have Hugh Jackman fighting himself, it's like, yeah, I wonder what you're trying to go but for I mean, here. I, it's like, it's I real subtle, it works guys. because it fits in so well uh, thematically with what they're going for. Like, as I noted in my review, it's kind of like that stark black and white morality that fits in with the Westerns. And you even got, like, you got the, the, the white tank and the black tank Wolverine, and you're just like, oh yeah. man, it's his shadow self. He has to like overcome his own <laughs> violent I nature I to find that. peace. It's it it works. I understand. Do that's you what though? Because you're still for. complaining. I understand what that. No, that I'm that not complaining. Oh. No, no, I'm, t- I'm talking about Jacob. But it's the same thing. It's like, oh, it, it's the same thing with the video games. It's like, oh, we ran out of bosses for you to fight. Here, fight yourself, but in a dark <laughs> form. It's like real Mega creative Scott. guys. <laughs> Yeah, Nega Scott. It's a, we have a lot in common, you know? Yeah, He's a really nice yeah. guy. It's just, it's, it's so trite and, like, overplayed. And you're like, oh, as soon as that happened, I'm like... And it's the same thing with the scene where he goes in and he's talking. I'm like, they're not showing his face. He's obviously not Logan. And I'm like, oh, it's, it is him, but he's a clone. Wow. Never, never seen that I one mean, before. I definitely okay, disagree with Fix. you. Like, I... Fix as soon this as movie, what would you have done, Jake? What would you have made the evil movie, boss? I would have just had like Donald and the other guys just be the villains. You don't need a big bad in your That's movie. That's not enough of a threat, though, really. Yes, it is. No, they don't. They don't have any like powers. Like, how are they supposed they don't to have take powers? Out but just give them like, oh, Magneto had powers. We cloned his magnet powers. We've got you. Now so, so a clone you. of Magneto? But so now got, you're just having no, other no. clones. We've got his powers. Why do we need a clone that, like, ruins it? That's like, okay, you were going for you, a somber, like, realistic tone in your movie. And then now we have a clone. in Thanks. with the thematic portion of the film. Even if Internet. it's not 100... It's, if, even if it doesn't fit in with the plot, make 100% you know, makes sense with the plot. My problem... It fits well, it does. very well thematically. It does make sense with the plot. My problem I mean, with the I know thematic, it does, in my, my opinion. I'm talking about... My problem with the thematic side of him having an evil clone, it's like, yeah, you guys are real subtle, aren't you? Oh, he's fighting the darkness inside him. Oh, God, it's so... Cl- oh, God, it, we're it, so it, smart. <laughs> like... <laughs> doesn't need to be subtle. Is that, what I'm saying. I'm... What I'm saying is it like harkens back to those that old school Western style of heroes and villains. Like he basically had just two gunslingers, one in a white hat, one in a black hat, and then I that that was that. your good guy and your bad guy. That's but how we're movies so used much to work. Further than there now, we've evolved. We don't need to call back to these cheesy things 
that we had back then. I understand that those exist and they're good, but when you're trying to make a film and you're saying, well, we can either call back to these old films and have something that draws, at, this is apparently just me, draws some of our audience out of the film, or we can have it be like, hey, maybe we, we did have an X-Men. You know, you didn't kill all of them. We had one of them. And now he's going to kill you, or they're going well, to kill you. they didn't kill all the X-Men. No, he, no, Xavier did. I understand that. But maybe they're like, hey, they're not all dead. Here's one. You don't need to have a clone. I hate clones. Clones are the worst thing to put in I a film. I completely disagree with you. As soon as they start <laughs> teasing the appearance, like, earlier on in the film, when they're, like, they were, like, building the perfect clone. When they were watching the video, and they're, like, mm -hmm. this company is building the perfect clone, they teased, like, the body parts or whatever. No, I was like, I really about, hope Let's talk about that video. I'm with David clone. on that one. <laughs> that video no. is horrible. No, no, let me, let me take the, let me take, take the, wheel. the wheel. David, take let's, the wheel. I walk on this theater, right? Because I can't do it all like, on my own. I, I went to Jacob this was amazing. This is possibly one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. The perfect send off. Yeah, getting all this praise. But I was like, Jake, you know what? The one thing that got me, and he's, you know, Jake's all like movie. Whenever Jake sees a good movie or just a movie in general, he usually gets a movie high. He's like, dude, I'm so good. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know that about yourself, but you do. Oh, no, I do. But, I understand that. That's the point of a movie. <laughs> They're supposed but, to give you a high. <laughs> I, I turn, I'm like, you know how much video she had on that phone? Yeah. Like, like there was like so and like the amount of detail and stuff that she. I'm like, oh, she's at work and she's just like, oh, hey guys, like, like, I'm just like videotaping like all of it. Like, I'm like, okay, that battery life on that phone and like that yeah. quality on that on that yeah. bootlegged like, camera. Edited it all together like in like a really trite, like, oh, not yeah. trite, concise is what I meant to say way. And like she's doing voiceover and like she's like editing all the things together and then she's like. And they're in, she's like videotaping a surgery, like getting all up in the person's face. I'm like, who doesn't see you right now? Like you're obviously <laughs> videotaping these people. <laughs> okay, I, w I will concede that it was pretty clunky exposition. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's not really a whole lot else they could have done to get some of that information out there. No, I, yeah, I agree. I'm, yes, and I'm, I not, do, saying I don't that, think I'm it, not saying I don't... that there are better workarounds. I'm sure you could have tried, but... It was a quick fix, and it's debatable that, oh, this could have, you know what I mean? But still, I'm just like, I understand that the information needed to be told and understood. Mm -hmm. And, like, I, I mean, because it was cool to, like, learn all that backstory and all that information, which was needed. But I was just, like, at the end of that, I was just like, come on now. We can do better. Yeah, we can do better than that. There, there are better ways to do it. Yeah. I would have, I would prefer just a text message with all and not with no real words, all just like texting like later L eight R like I would have preferred that that would have been the real and just sent it to Logan. No, even that would make more sense. Like she knows something's happening. He, she knows this guy's here to kill her and take the kid. Just type out all this stuff, send it to him. There we go. You have all this like limited information. She, but you don't she have like this tried. She tried video. to type out that text. Remember, he finds the phone in the apartment yeah. and he but realizes he. She didn't send the text. It wasn't in time. that. It wasn't this huge, like exposition dump in that text. It was like hurry or something to that effect. But if she didn't have time to send 
that text? How are you supposed to send the huge exposition yeah, text? And there why would just... they, the film, want us to just read a text as opposed to watching a video? No. Well, I'm she not... would. There, no, there'd be no way in order to send that video. She, she obviously doesn't have enough data to send that to Logan. Let's be real. Well, she wasn't gonna. She didn't send the video. It was on her. I mean, phone. she could have tried. She could have. I'm but, just. Uh, I, I was so glad that one part. You know, like when he's watching the video and like the phone dies. Mm-hmm. I was gonna be like, if they just do not pick up a random phone charger somewhere and recharge this phone, I'm gonna be very upset. If like yeah. that's their excuse for not giving us more yeah. information, is the phone dies. Yeah, that, that would have <laughs> been, been really dumb. Bad. It should have been like really Logan's like crap. Can't, I can't no, fix can't, this. Can't do anything you about should, it you now. Pull, pull out his claws. Be like, why doesn't this work? <laughs> Stabs <laughs> through it. <laughs> Guys. I have a question about the film in general. I heard some people talking about this film, and they assumed that Eden was the like the light like the firehouse. What are those things called? Not the firehouse, but like the the scout station where all the kids were. They assumed that's what Eden was. Wasn't Eden where across the-, the border? No, Eden was across the border. Okay. Because they were like, well, it's kind of weird that they just kind of say right out that Eden exists. I'm like, I didn't get that. I I got that at the end. They're like, we don't know that Eden exists. No one knows. It's just like, does it? Does it not? Who knows? It was a great way to end the film. But if that was what they were intending for that fire station house thing to be Eden, then I would be like, yeah, I have a problem with that too. Because I like the ambiguity of the end. No. No, that wasn't meant to be Right. So it was it was meant to be this place across the border and was meant to maintain that kind of like mythical aspect where it's like we don't know if it actually exists, but yeah. I mean, yeah, so I, I don't want it to sound like I hate this movie. I obviously don't. It's too late, you know. I love this film. That's not to say that I don't think it can be an, improved in places. That's not to say that I don't think I can expect more from a movie that I love. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Some some of those fight scenes were brutal. Oh yeah. That's what I, one thing I did enjoy. The like, times I, I don't like, know why oh. but the, the scene that sticks with me, I think is when the clone puts the his claws right into Wolverine, like right in between like the bicep and the elbow, like right where it oh, yeah, that straight there. And like sticks like that one. I, I still feel that one. I don't know why. Well, I was just like, oh, why right there? Oh, no. I like all the places. I don't know. But. Yeah, I mean, I definitely love the action scenes throughout. Mm-hmm. Like, I noted this in my review, but like, sometimes, I, like, when they're in the climax, when they're running through the woods, I was like, this is like a Friday the 13th movie at yeah. some point. It's like the part where, like, the one mutant would like freeze breath or whatever like freezes the guy's arm yeah. and like shatters it Whoa. i was like that, yeah. that was like it reminded me of this great scene in jason x when jason oh, first no. wakes up from his cryogenic sleep and he just like dips the person's face and like <laughs> the i forget what it was but then and then just shatters their face you know it's a great great cinematic moment right there from yeah. jason x mm-hmm. you know just high art high art yeah the one that made me like, there were a couple times in this film where I was like, oh, man. <laughs> like, just, like, I physically said that because, like, I was so shocked at when it happened is when there's, like, the vigilante cowboys. Vigilante cowboys, Aaron. We talked about that in Hell or High Waters uh, review. They're in this film, too. 
Um, but they're standing there, and that guy's like, I don't, like, I don't know who you think you are. And he just slices his head off. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot in this film. I, th- uh, one thing that I want to talk about that I sent to Aaron and I sent to you, Jacob, but you don't check your Facebook Messenger. No, I is, don't. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good information just sitting in there waiting for you. <laughs> there probably is. There's but um, I, I came across a couple interesting articles because one of them was, what do you think was poisoning Wolverine? It's adamantium. That's what you think, but this article suggested that it was um, a broken heart. Whatever Viper, <laughs> it was from Viper. What? A broken heart. A broken heart. Yeah. No, it's um, since the days of future past. He lost timeline, the will to live. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Since since the days of future past timeline just like screwed up everything, it connected. Um, what what was it, Aaron? Connect basically saying that that. Um, the, the article he was reading was that the moment in the Wolverine, you know, where Viper like implants that parasite thing to take away his healing powers. Yeah. And then he removes it later in the film. This was basically an article being like, what if in this new timeline, he didn't actually remove it? And then that's what was killing him. That doesn't make any Which sense. Which it's like, it's like the theory is like, okay, like that could be what it is. But I think the question yeah. is just irrelevant. Like it doesn't yeah. matter what's killing him that's not a question that needs to be answered now i want to just say this because i agree with aaron i just thought i just think it's nice to ponder it's time for me to crack down on whoever wrote this article you're obviously not getting your x-men timeline straight now let me tell you this the wolverine takes place in the one two three uh right but they're they're saying like the the an alternate version of those events that took place in the new timeline wouldn't that was created then? after Days of Future Past. And Xavier what? wouldn't be alive. So here's the thing. What? Your timeline is all wrong because Xavier dies in the the Wolverine timeline. Also, he has yeah, a phone But flaws. he's saying it's an alternate timeline version of those events. It's an alternate version timeline of the alternate timeline. <laughs> like, no. Get it right, no, They didn't go that deep and be like, well, let's do this and let's have this arbitrary backstory. Well, they didn't do that. It's his adamantium. I'm sorry, but you're just... I know you this, want those clicks. What, I know you what want I'm, the clicks. That's what I'm saying. It's no. like, it's, it, you can theorize all you want, but the, the question yeah. is irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. Another another thing that I've read that was pretty like interesting is in the Wolverine. You know when the one girl um, was talking about like how, oh, how uh, she dies. could like kind of see the future. Oh, yeah, I sent that to Aaron. It oh did yeah, I send that I to any that. of you or did I just no? Read I that found myself? that uh, James Mangold retweeted it, so I saw it. Which yeah. Is, like, well, I explain out, it to the internet so they know spoilers. what we're talking about. <laughs> like, oh, um, it's. Uh, uh, essentially, the red-headed Chinese girl, or no, Japanese girl, sorry. I'm horrible. Wow. Cut that. <laughs> um, and, and, and the Wolverine uh, says to Wolverine that he's going to die lying on his back, covered in blood and holding his hand in his heart, and he dies with X-23's hand in his. So it's like, uh, he loved her or whatever. It's like, okay, yeah. 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 I was like, ooh. I was like, that one hit me. I was like, ooh. Yeah, oh, you yeah, actually right? do that? 
Oh. Well, I mean, obviously, in the the Wolverine movie itself, there's that moment where he's on the operating table, he has to get the parasite off his heart, and he dies yeah. momentarily. Yeah. So it's like they have that payoff there, but yeah. But I like this payoff a lot better. I mean, if it's yes, actually whether or not he actually meant for that to happen, James Mangold says that's what he meant. So, you know, I'll take his word for it. Um, yeah, no, um. I think great scenes in this film. I think the scene where uh, Xavier is doing... He's having the seizure, I believe, or is it a stroke that he has? I think it's a seizure. Seizure, I think. Yeah. Um, in the hotel, and he's using his claws to climb like up the hallway, and the guys are just looking at him like, oh, God, we can't stop him, and just right through the head, you're like, oh. That, that whole scene, I was just thinking about how silly that would look when they were filming it, yeah. like, before the effects were <laughs> That is, yes. That would be very silly. That would be. But yeah, it was a good scene. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, and this, because then Logan, because Logan was based off of Old Man Logan, right? Loosely. Yeah. The, the comic, but. Very, very old, loosely based. Loosely, because isn't it in Old Man Logan that Wolverine killed all the X Men? I don't remember the particulars of the story arc, because. Okay. It was a while ago and also wasn't very good beyond the initial concept. Yeah. Aaron's but I remember, out. like, they are like, oh, let's change that. Let's make Xavier kill everyone. I was like, oh, all right. I think that's such a great choice, too. And I like the choice. They said that they had footage, reco- like, uh, film for him. Uh, yeah, of, of him talking at the dinner table. It's of Xavier, like, talking about... Um, like how he killed everyone at the dinner. T- you know how they're all eating, yeah, at the dinner table with the family. Like, um, they have footage of Xavier talking about how like he realized he killed all like of the X Men and stuff, and he talks about it. They have footage but, like, of him the- doing it though. They had oh, footage of, of the X Men dying or whatever, and they it was like they just cut it like right before I think or something to that effect. Um, and I'm like that's such a good choice because you don't need yeah. to see that, and it just leaves you like. If you see it, it's like, well, all right, that's cool, but also it's better to have that moment in the bedroom right before the stupid clone kills him <laughs> for him to be like, I, I it'll remember make, what I've done. It'll make the director's cut. Don't worry. It'll make the director's cut. Yeah. Oh, Aaron, you excited for that uh, black and white cut? I actually am. Yeah, I'm super excited. excited <laughs> right? It's going to be I, awesome. I like that this is a trend now. I still haven't picked up uh, the Mad Max Fury Road uh, Black and Chrome Edition. I haven't either, no. It's been, it's been sitting in my Amazon cart for a while now, but mm. I like that this is a trend now. Me too. Me too. Gives it some style, you know what I'm saying? There, yeah. there were moments where I was watching this, I'm like, this would look better in black and white. Because <laughs> like, I had already known it was going to happen before I saw it, and I'm like, this would look really cool. Oh, th- this too. And I'm like gotta stop thinking about that just pay attention to the movie <laughs> like all right movie watching you here we go <laughs> like what do you guys think of um the daughter slash clone of x23 how do you how do you think she was portrayed how do you like the actor i think daphne keen was great honestly um for like being in the film with such great performances from hugh jackman uh and patrick stewart 
it's like she really held her own as the third. Like, even though most of her role is silent, it's those, like, visceral screams when she's, de like, just cutting the bowels out of people. Just, like, she has, like, a war cry, and it's it's legitimately yeah. a little terrifying. And uh, yeah. when she does she was quite speak, brutal. she's great. Mm -hmm. her, her feet uh, thing, fangs, huh? her feet claws were yeah. probably... That was awesome. Right when One that happens, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then and then Xavier just goes, he's like, "Oh, she's the female line." Like, and then he goes out like talk about like how Wolverine has claws and like the male line and the female. I was like, mm -hmm. "Why did you need to do this?" Like, you should have just said, "Look, she has cool claws at her feet and let it be." Like. <laughs> True. I don't think we did need an explanation for that, but I think it was a good way to show like this whole man is senile he's like i remember reading this once it's like i don't remember much else but this they already no. showed him was senile. No, the, yeah, the best, best part of Dude, like, his best were, like, part laughing of the whole at that film scene, was at like, the very like, beginning when he was just in the little wheelchair just like spazzing out i'm like, like yeah that's utterly depressing and people in my theater were like ha look at the old man he's so dumb <laughs> He's old. I'll never be old. I'll live forever. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's really depressing and heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the amount of laughs were just like, guys, let's just style it. You don't understand. No. Um, also, great scene uh, when he's in the car trying to beat the train. I'm like, yes, yes, this is amazing. Um, they're in the limo or whatever, and they, like, ram the fence, and, you know, just all the cool shots of with the car, the limo. I'm like, th that was one of my favorite parts. Probably my favorite action set piece of the film, actually, was when they're finding out about her, and, like, sh do they hit her? What happens? She ends up on, like, the front of the car, like, with her claws into the car, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> it's just, I don't know. That whole scene, I was just losing it i'm like this scene's mm -hmm. amazing awesome awesome stephen merchant also in this film for some reason why didn't they stephen merchant yeah who he was caliban okay uh. yeah why, why didn't they use the same person in apocalypse for caliban <laughs> like you already had this person playing caliban you're like no 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 because we just want to forget apocalypse ever happened you know it's yeah. just different timeline different timeline let's well, let's erase that one now yeah days of future past part two erasing the terrible movies we made since oh, the last God. one that's the, the full one, title you have to, the, the one terrible the... movie they made that watch the next one will be like well it's so it's bad good. it's not that bad it's so bad it needs it's okay. another it's days okay. of future past hey Guys, it's bad. I, we've devolved. I think we <laughs> let's let's finish up, talk about Logan, and then we'll move on. Well, just one final statement I want to make on this film. Okay. Uh, I would highly, highly recommend that everyone who watches this film, or before you watch this film, mm -hmm. to watch Shane, the film that they reference several at several points throughout the film, what because movie? Shane. The one that the classic nineteen fifties western. The one they're they're watching on the TV in the, the hotel she room. At the very that, end, that oh. next twenty three quotes <laughs> yeah. the monologue at the end from later on. That's, I think, 
having seen that film before I'd watched Logan, being familiar with the themes and story of that film, really made me appreciate this film a lot more and appreciate what they were going for. So I would just I just want to say I ha- I would highly recommend that film to anyone who's now interested in it after seeing this film or if you haven't seen the film yet, but I don't know why you'd still be listening to this if yeah. you hadn't seen the film yet. That's that's on but, them at that point. Yeah. But yeah, watch Shane. No, I'm yeah, I'm excited to watch that. Because I'm sure when I'm watching Shane now, I'll probably cry thinking about this film that made me cry because I'm like, now now Shane reference blah. Now Shane references Logan instead of Logan referencing Shane in my mind. You know, I'm like, oh wow. Yeah, it was like me with La La Land and uh, yeah. Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah. It's like, this isn't the correct order. <laughs> oh, wh- one question. Yeah. Logan's dying words. Now, this is how it feels. Did anyone take that as a little corny? Or no? Because no. I was just well, like... What, 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 what was it? It was like, so that's what it feels that's like. That's what or it something. feels no, like. No, I, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was perfect. Because it's like, is he referring to him, to dying? Or is he referring to having someone who loves him? You know, like, or being it works either way. It's so, yeah, it's so perfect. But like, like, I don't know, in the moment, because uh, like, I was like, oh, I was tearing up. But then he's like, oh. And what was it here? What were the words they just said? Like, so that's it, what it is, feels like. So that's, that's what, what it feels, feels like. like. I was just like, oh, wait, kind of pulled me out of it. I'm like, what did you just say? You should have said nothing. You should have just died. You've been, been happy with that. Now, <laughs> I liked it because it, it, it calls back to earlier in the film where he is in X-23's position and X-23 is in, or he's in X-23's position and Charles is in Logan's position on the bed and he says to him, you're such a disappointment. It's like the opposite of that it's like they're in the same position same arm on the arm kind of thing and charles says to him you're such a disappointment he says if you take it in this way to her to say this is what it feels like like having a family to love someone again and if you think of it that way it's a nice like juxtaposition we end with like you're horrible why why are you so horrible to like man i love you and I'm sorry, like I'm leaving now, kind of thing. So, um, I'm gonna that say back. that I'm gonna say that this is my favorite superhero movie right now. Yeah, I think it moved and took the spot. The spot. It's hard to fault you for that. I mean, I don't personally agree. I think there are a couple that still are above it for me. Probably mm-hmm. the Dark Knight. Probably Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe no. This this trumps Guardians ten times. I like oh, me liking movies to the Avengers though. So it's like, will anything beat the Avengers? <laughs> like, probably I don't know. Superhero wise, I don't know. Um, guys, this has been Logan spoiler talk. Uh, what do you guys think? Let us know. Did you see? Did you like Logan? Did you see it? Well, you should have, or else you wouldn't be hearing this. Guys, let's move on to the long-awaited return of the rant segment. Oh, why didn't you just go home? That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! 
And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten... You're the devil! No, you go to hell! While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I thought we just ranted about the phone and Logan for like 10 minutes. <laughs> the phone? The, the, the video. exposition oh, video. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't my rant. I have a different rant. All right, all right, go. go. So, guys, I'm sitting in a theater. I don't remember what movie I was seeing. I think it must have been Get Out. Yeah. If you're going the route that I'm thinking it was Get Out. And we're watching a trailer. A trailer for a little film called Phoenix Forgotten. Is this what the rant is this about? This is what the rant is about because I hate it so much. <laughs> this film is like bye-bye man levels of stupid. Hey. Not, no, listen. Hey. Let me finish. Let me finish. Not, Watch your mouth. I know. Listen to Aaron defend his movie, The Bye-Bye his Man. His man. Bye-bye man. <laughs> the Bye-Bye Man is a modern-day masterpiece. I, it, it ranks I don't mean there. about film quality. I've not seen either of them. I'm saying <laughs> that they have the guts to release a TV spot as their theatrical trailer. A little 30-second, oh, what's happening? Uh, uh, April 1997. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, what's those lights? Oh, God, okay. Mm, see it this April. Are you sure it's not just the theater had a TV spot on, like, their reels, like, that they would show before the movie trailers started? Was this, like, in the midst of the movie trailers, or was this, like, before? This is in the midst of the movie trailers. There had been several trailers before. This one, then more trailers. Then they end on Guardians of the Galaxy. Good on them. Um, So, I'm like, well, I don't know what that is. Looks like found footage. It looks really trashy because it was a TV spot. But, you know, I'll watch the trailer. Watch the full trailer. It's the Blair Witch Project. Guys, it is the Blair Witch Project. It's the same movie, but there's lights and aliens in this one. Oh, good. But good. That's, that's what Blair Witch was. No, it, it wasn't. Was the Blair no, Witch Project no with lights and aliens in it. Blair Witch Project. There was lights. I'll give you the lights. But we don't what know What were the aliens. lights supposed to be if not aliens? I mean, that's how... Was, the movie was so dumb and obvious that of course they warp. wanted to imply Aaron, it was aliens. It was the time warp. But whatever. Spoilers for Blair Witch. Never see it. It's bad. <laughs> not the Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch. Yeah. 2061. Name your movies better. Come on. Yeah. But so this is the thing. Yeah. It's the three. Okay, well, let's see. We're going into the woods. Oh, well, the desert this time. Oh, we're different because it's the desert. We got three teenagers going. We got to investigate this local mystery. Oh, there's the lights in the sky. Oh, God. Yeah, we're going in. Oh, guess what? We're probably all going to die. You know, I would be shocked if this film does not have a, like a scene where one of them is standing in, like, the corner of, like, a rock. <laughs> and, like, everyone's like, what's going on? They're, they're going to, like, fight about a map for an hour and a half. Because that's just what all the if, Blair Witch what if, Project Lacey, is. You know how Blair Witch, mm-hmm. we initially thought it was this movie called The Woods. Mm-hmm. 
for like the first trailer or so, and then yeah. only the second trailer revealed that it was a Blair Witch sequel. Mm-hmm. What if this is also the next Blair Witch film? What if it's all connected? Genius. I would lose. That would be the only thing that could ever redeem this movie for me. If somehow they go up until release without letting you know that it's a Blair Witch movie, then I'd be okay with it. But as it stands, guys, who owns the rights to Blair Witch? We all do. The Blair now, Witch. I wasn't like going for a point. I was just trying to say like whoever owns the Blair Witch sue these people they are blatantly copying your ip this thing you own how have there been no lawsuits like if if what's his name if if his name i think it's marvin gay i think if marvin gay can sue that robin thick guy for like barely using a beat from his song and making a new song, then you can sue these people for making the Blair Witch with aliens. Well, you know what? Robin Thicke deserved to be sued. He did. Just in general. Yeah. Just. (laughs) I'm just saying as a law precedent, dude, sue them. They are stealing. Essentially. That's all I want to say. Rent done. Just. <sighs> I will be seeing it though, just so we're all clear on that. <laughs> uh, As a Why Movie Wednesday. A Why Movie Wednesday. And because found footage gets me, man. I don't know. I enjoy. Guys, let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. <laughs> This week we got three movies. Do we want to talk about the one I'll never be seeing first? Or? Jacob, Jacob, how about we just talk about the movies I before just, you no, just no, insert no. your opinion? I'm just saying I will never be seeing this first movie. All right. It's not All an right. opinion, it's just the truth. Um, Beauty and the Beast. <clears throat> now this is like the Phoenix Forgotten if the company no. that owned the Blair Witch was making phoenix forgotten like they're stealing their own stuff now (laughs) just like shot for shot remake (laughs) let's do it i mean like the thing is with jungle book i mean i know you really like jungle book legacy i love the jungle i think it's also a film that hasn't really aged particularly well no it's it's aged horribly um so i I think it it's like this is a film that is you know, like, it could, it could use a reimagining, you know? Like, there's stuff that you can update to, like, more modern sensibilities mm-hmm. that can make it a more interesting film. For and instance, the fact that, you know, it's mainly animal creatures making it live action. Like, live action quotation marks, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that it's all CGI, all like, photorealistic CGI. It was interesting, you know? It was visually interesting. It was yeah, no good enough visuals that. to win the Academy Award. No so, like, that... that was like a good start but then to then take that idea of remaking these old films and then applying it to beauty and the beast which still holds up really well and was solid enough to win the best picture award that year and it's like what really yeah 
Oh. You didn't know that? No. Well, that hurts me. The beauty. Do you of the do you like the original? Here's the thing. Oh, so that's yes, he does. I've seen it maybe three times in my life. Once when I was really little, maybe like a teenage one, maybe one before that, you know, like middle school kind of thing. And so I haven't seen it recently. I will say, love the music. I think the music is fantastic. You got Gaston. Tell me you're not going to like that Gaston song. It's perfect. It might be the perfect song. No, I'm just kidding. Um, No, so here's the thing. I don't dislike Beauty and the Beast, but I also haven't seen it recently enough to be like, do I like this? Uh, You know, I, I don't have any feelings on it in particular other than the music, which I think is great. Other than the song that probably won best original song, then that Beauty and the Beast song, hate it. Too slow, boring. Everyone, the, what is the third can movie? You tell, can you what tell, do you mean, what's the third movie? You said... That we're going to be talking about? We're, we're not there yet. <laughs> can you tell I have some acidic response to things today, guys? Can you tell I'm a little upset? Well, I mean, it's Phoenix I'm, Forgotten, I'm with you and. Well, I'm not as extreme as you in, in that this is a film that I will watch at some point, but mm-hmm. I have absolutely no desire to see it before it hits Netflix streaming for mm-hmm. free. Like, at that point, I'll check it out out of curiosity, you know, just to see, like, how they updated it, how it looks in live action. Let's, just let's talk Because about so many other people are seeing it, you know, it's a conversation I want to be part of. But I just will never pay money for such you know laziness such a cash grab you know let's talk about the real problem that theater in alabama problem quotation marks finger quotations and the new beauty there's a gay character character in this disney movie won't somebody think of the children So that's the thing. I almost want to see this movie now because of that stupid theater in Alabama. I'm like, screw you guys. Like, oh, we're not going to show it. If our 11-year-olds can't see it, we shouldn't be showing it. How many R-rated pictures have you shown in your theater? I'm sure more than one. (laughs) Like, guess what? Your 11-year-old shouldn't be seeing Passion of the Christ. Just going to say it. It's too much, and it's not a good movie. No one should be watching Passion of the Christ because it's a terrible movie. Yeah. Can you tell but I'm angry I mean, today, guys? It's like, how are we still having a controversy over that? It's like, I mean, no, come on. I don't know. Did we... I don't know. The, the fact I, that this movie is about... this was all about... over. I mean, like, not that there's not still discrimination against, you know, no, gay but like, people, but, like, in just, like, in how film, is this still, like, a thing that's causing national outrage? Yeah. Well, I mean, in our, in our nation is an outrage about the blatant bestiality in this movie. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, or the Stockholm syndrome that this like promotes. Oh, and like there was like another article. It's like how this is like going to be the first Disney film to feature like an interracial kiss or something, and it was like between like the cupboard and like the some one of the like the other candlestick, like, not the candlestick, but someone else. And my dad was like, "So is, is does it count as interracial because they're like one's a piece of furniture and the other's like a." You know, like when, when they turn human, I was like, no, when they turn human, dad, when they, when they, when they, they turn, turn human. human. So 
the only thing that'll make me see this film, I don't know if you guys saw this, I retweeted someone who was like, yo, <laughs> any word on if the new Beauty and the Beast movie, like, has this scene where the co- like the dresser just straight up murders oh, yeah. someone? <laughs> yeah. Now, if that is in it, I will see it. But if not, no, never. But dang you, Alabama, like you being so bigoted makes me want to see this movie. And I thought I would never say that about Disney's live action remake of Beauty and the Beast. I mean, this thing is definitely going to be a financial success, though. Like, there's no way this doesn't break a billion. A billion is absolutely guaranteed. Yeah. No matter how bad it is. Which I've heard it's pretty middling at the moment. They're like, hey, it's uh, the same movie. Uh, so. I, yeah, I think the the critic the critical consensus seems to be evenly split over people who are like, it's the same movie, that means it's great. And then people are like, it's the same movie, so that means it's bad. You know? Yeah. Like, it's what you expect out of it, I suppose. Guys, great. the Belko Experiment. Uh, a film Ooh. written by James Gunn of Guardians of the Galaxy fame. Oh, he wrote it? Yeah, he wrote it, yeah. Oh, I thought he just, like, produced it or something. No, yeah, he wrote it. Oh, um, interesting. It's basically Battle Royale in an office building. Yeah. I'm actually pretty excited for this one. <laughs> I mean, I watched, I watched the trailer, really? and I was like, looks interesting enough. Yeah. Might catch it on, like, Netflix streaming this or something. This is one of those movies that it's like, why do you want to see Battle Royale? Same thing. Why do you want to see The Hunger Games? You don't want to see The Hunger Games for the story of revolution. You want to watch kids kill each other. Admit it. That's the whole reason. What about the love? What about the love, Jacob? That's the whole reason. Anyone bought the book, and yeah, you fall in love with the characters, and and you Peter, Peter, and you enjoy the story of revolution afterwards. But what gets you in on that book? The idea of killing people, and that's all this movie is. Yeah, surprising, Uh, right? (laughs) So my question, yeah, Aaron, and I'm going to come to Jacob. So be ready. Mm All right, you're in the office. What what weapon do you make? Stapler. Stapler? Stapler? You make... You're dead. You're dead in the first five minutes. You're de- All right, Jacob, what do you use? So here's the thing. You got to make ships. You got to, like, make something. I would say cap the water cooler thing, then tie it to some stick that you can swing around. That's like a blunt You're not going to be able to swing around a jug of water. Well, empty it a little bit. Are you kidding bit, me? Yeah. It's... It, it, <laughs> Empty to the point where you can still bash a head in, but you're dead. I'm, I'm sound, gonna kill you with my like before you get this thing made. I just want everyone to know we sound like psychopaths. Let's. But that being said, David, what would you choose? Well, I would either make a flamethrower out of an aerosol can, which are found prevalent throughout offices and lighters, <laughs> or I would go to a. Like the copy machine or or like the fax machine, they always have like a big like cutter on them. Oh like cut the yeah, dude, just get that. You just get that and it's called a machete. And We're getting too excited. Sl- Everyone, calm down. <laughs> this is not. Do not go into work and kill people. But like, you know, but I think you both uh, both of you could agree. I would survive. You would live you in that situation right now. But this is the world we You've live in. You've never seen me wield to... a stapler before, though. I mean, know, just... I mean, I've been stapled. I'm before. a man with a particular set of skills. Oh my god, <laughs> oh, Mr. Liam Neeson, season one. We have to actively tell people that we're not 
advocating murder. That's the world we live in right now. <laughs> like we but have to make it clear. Send in, send in your no, suggestions. No, stop Tweet it. At no, us. Stop it. Don't. Tweet How at would us. you do it? What? 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 what, what would you use? Yeah. What? what I'm, I'm telling you right now. Please do not do this. This is not what we stand for. <laughs> and uh, no, let's fine. just move no, on. Using, move on. using the hashtag. I endorse murder for reels <laughs> oh, with a four no. and a Z on the reels. You know, oh, you got no. two Zs on the reels. Oh, God. Well, I'll be for reels. This, so we'll talk about Remember it probably that. next week. It's going to be trending. A, a water jug? And how are you going to get a stick for the water Guys, like, let's talk about the two trains. That was literally the dumbest. That uh, a film with Stapler was a joke, but like uh, that. It's a sequel that was like... to, to Train Spot. <laughs> All right. Has anyone here seen the original Train Spotting? No, I've not. Have you? No, I was going to watch it. Then they took it off Netflix. It's like, could you not keep it on until the sequel came out? Like, what are you doing? The movie knows what it's doing. They're like, hey, hey, let's make money off of people renting this instead of, you know, not doing that. Sorry, I'm looking up the movie. Um, so yeah, T2 Train Spotting, very rough name. Just call it Train Spotting Two. T2 Train Spotting. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can't do the T2 because that's already Terminator yeah. Two. Like you, you, you can't do that. Yeah, but of course we got Ewan McGregor, then we got Ewan Bremer, we got Johnny Lee Miller, we got Robert Carlyle from Once Upon a Time. <laughs> for some reason. Um, directed by Danny Boyle, even. Weird. Very weird. Weird. Okay, anyway. Um, Wait, why is that so weird? It's just, it doesn't seem like his kind of movie. Didn't he direct the first one? Did he? Oh, yeah, I guess he did. Eh, never mind. I didn't know he directed the first one. <laughs> it's just when you look at the movies he's made, he's made Steve Jobs, Slumdog Millionaire, 127 hours you know very much oscar bait kind of movies and uh this is not that um especially because it's sitting at a 62 on metacritic at the moment this has been out in london england i know countries it's been out in england for a while now (laughs) um so there have been uh like uh the, the word's out the word's out that it's pretty middling i think um i don't know what do you guys think I mean, it's hard to. I haven't seen like any of the marketing for this because, like, I haven't right. seen the original, and I don't want like any potential spoilers or whatever. Right. So it's like it's like a film I've been like John Wick two. It's like a film that I've been meaning to watch the original for a while now. So I haven't really yeah gotten into the marketing for the sequel because it's like I still want to see the original. Yeah. No, yeah, I understand that. David, you got any thoughts but, on Train Spotting? I mean. No. Not really. I don't really have it. I mean, none of no. us do, so. <laughs> it's hard to form an opinion when we haven't. Yeah. We don't know anything about anything. it. Anything, yeah. Guys, that's been the upcoming movies of the week. If we had to pick one movie from this bunch, I'm going to pick Belko Experiment. Um, that's the one that looks the most interesting to me. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, I... I'm gonna no, no. go with the Belco experiment too because I, I want to see, so, someone's just gonna have a gun and it's gonna like I want to see some cool weapons. Yeah, Michael Rooker's in it too, you know, because 
James Gunn likes working with Michael Rooker. So, wasn't he in Walking Dead? Yes. He was that guy that they left on the roof in season one? Yep. Yeah. That's all I've seen. Did you not make it past season one? No, not at all. It was <sighs> very boring and dumb. Uh... <laughs> I'm just like very contrarian today, we're, so I'm sorry. We're yeah. losing, we're losing followers. Yeah, first I'm like, like Beauty and the Beast. Shouldn't we're losing followers picture. like the Walking Dead is losing followers this season. Oh, 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 Aaron, you're not even watching it. So I know I'm not. Oh. I just had to. I <laughs> haven't ratings making been down. A joke. I thought, I thought I read something like that. Ratings are down. But. Yeah, the ratings are down though. Like, but like, it's even like down ratings so the Walking Dead is still like. Five times the next yeah. cable show. It's probably because so like, everyone like just realized, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> like they're never gonna solve anything. They're not gonna figure out where the zombies came from. Why am I well, even here? <laughs> like, but guess what? Into the Badlands season two starts next week. That's true. I don't know anything about that, so I can't. They had to speak to that. Add the first season to Netflix. Aaron, you should watch it real quick. Jacob, you should watch it. Real I thought quick. I was supposed to watch Prison I got too Break. Much to watch right now. Well, I mean. Are you, are you more likely going to watch all four seasons of Prison Break before it, like within a month or one season of... Um, got a point. Honestly, all, all four seasons of Prison Break would be more likely. All right, then watch show. all four seasons of Prison Break right now. I don't because... know. I have to get the Samurai Jack. I've got to re-watch that Samurai Jack, you know? Let's move on. Yes. To what have you been watching this week? Freezing my hair, everything is free. Nothing wrong with you, nothing wrong with me. What happens if I get sent to hell? Will it be like that time I tore my ACL? That's another bad thought. Oh, no. It wasn't the airplanes. It was beauty killed the beast. Yes, and a man even powerful enough to control congressmen. And I saw three of them in his room the day I went up to see him. Well, Senator, you... No, sir, I will not yield. Uh, do you mind if I go first? I got an interesting week, and I'm excited to tell you what I've been watching. Um... So let's start with the first movie from the week. <sighs> Sitting around, I got these old movies for Christmas. I'm like, guys, I want to watch Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. So I watched Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. And let me tell you, <laughs> it holds up in a scarily relevant way <laughs> like, so mr smith goes to washington a film from 1939 uh with james stewart as the lead and um right at christian stewart right yes yeah no. yes genius. uh and gene arthur is the female lead um basically they're like hey we need someone to go to senate for us our senator died we need someone to go who is basically a yes man who will just be there. We can fill the seat and then replace him when we get a real guy. And uh, they send him, and he's, he's very naive. He's very backcountry kind of guy, but, uh, you know, he has big, big plans, a big heart, big dreams. Um, and he gets basically crushed by the government. <laughs> like, the democratic system that we have <laughs> crushes him. <laughs> and, I mean, that's not a spoiler. That's... Even if it was a spoiler, it's from that's just life. That's a that's a spoiler yeah. for life. That's right like there. the first twenty minutes in. You're okay. Um, also, if you're upset about spoilers from a film from 1939, um, you've had 
80 years almost to watch it. So that's some that's some good math right there. Yeah, some I think I'm actually still wrong. Top, top, so top notch math. I'm not, I'm not good at math. Um, no, but uh, so overall, I think this film is uh, well acted. I think that James Stewart love James Stewart to begin with. So any movie he's in, just give me that. It's a Wonderful Life. Hate that movie though. <laughs> Same director too. Same director, Frank Cap Capra, and James Stewart working together in that movie too. And I'm like, how did you mess up? You had a perfect thing going. You had Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Now you got a Wonderful Life. And I might need to watch that movie again. <laughs> but um, overall, uh, Gene Arthur is also very great. Um, and Claude Rains, I believe. Yeah, Claude Rains um, plays the older senator, and he's also fantastic. Overall, I mean, what? This this is a film I'm going to be watching shortly because this mm-hmm. is a film that's on the AFI Top 100. It's on Voodoo now too, so if you, you can watch it what? there. It's I put it in my Voodoo too, so you can watch it there. Oh, nice. Yep. Um. Now, so I'll definitely be watching this. Thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I, I think it's actually a very funny film. Also, at times, like man, when comedy holds up, it holds up. Like when you can make a film that consistently gets laughs from me, 70, 80 years since it was made. That's some less impressive math. Right I didn't. Ooh, I still don't gosh. know. I'm not good at math. I don't know. <laughs> and that's the joke I can always laugh at. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's just a great, great, great uh, final scene. I'm not going to talk about it, obviously, but um, just great acting, um, and just just a great movie. That's all I can say. Also, Aaron, when you watch it, when you're done, look up on YouTube the. Simpsons parody of the ending of the film if Mel Gibson directed No, no, I've, I've seen that <laughs> episode. That? Okay. I've seen that episode before. <laughs> it's, uh, it's hilarious, especially with the context of the film. So, here we go. Um, then after that, on Wednesday, I'm not going to talk about this one much. I've already talked about it on the podcast pretty recently. I saw Get Out again. Um, mm. It rocketed it to number one for the year. I had Logan above it. But it's back at number one. And I think it's just a film that thrives in a second viewing. Um, once you know everything about the film, being able to put clues together from the beginning of the film, it's just a spectacularly well-put-together, well-written film. Like, it's so well-crafted that I'm like, this is going to be such a hard movie to beat this year. Um, you were able to taste the fine wine without it being... Yeah. Uh, rattled by other people. Yes, that that okay. analogy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, see, get out if you haven't yet. It's fantastic. It's going to be one of the top of the year. And I was thinking, I'm like, when, when the 2010s are done, when we finally get into 2020, if we make it, uh, <laughs> we're going to have it's a big the, if. It is a big it's if. A, it's a big um, if. We're going to have these films that were like, what are the best of the decade? I think you're looking at The Conjuring. I think you're looking at The Witch. And I honestly think you're going to be looking at Get Out. 
Uh, Are you talking specifically about horror? Best horror, yes, sorry. Best horror. Uh, Obviously, Birdman would be in there (laughs) and Inception and all those movies. But I'm saying exclusively from horror, Get Out is going to be high up. Um, So it's just, it's great. Uh, Speaking of another horror film, this one from much, much earlier, 1933, a little film called King Kong. (laughs) So... It's, Have you seen this before? No, I haven't. This is my first oh, really? time watching okay. it. Um, it's rare in, in your life that you can say, I owe my existence to that movie. And honestly, I owe my existence to King Kong. It was, you mean because they actually kill King Kong so you're alive yeah, today? They, they say so they didn't kill you? No, so it, it was a documentary, yeah. as we all know. Yes. Um, <laughs> now no. I should watch this. Oh my, my gosh. My great-grandparents, their first date was to go see King Kong in 1933. So it's like, without this movie, I probably wouldn't exist. So That's like, that's some Back to the Future type stuff, yeah. you know, you got going on there. Yeah. Are, are you, are we going back? Or are we? We're going to go back. Are we? I think we're we're going to go, go back? back? Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's just, before I actually get into the film itself, I just think the idea that what they watched in 1933, I can still rent and see for myself. Like, we can see the exact same visuals. We can see the exact same story. It's just something that always fascinates me. Like, the the legacy that you can create just by making things. Um, and it's like, you know, you get a little glimpse into what life was like back then. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, there's that. But also, as a movie, King Kong actually still holds up pretty well. <laughs> like, I was surprised. Um, of course, it was the 1930s. It's pretty racist. Um, there's a very racist interpretation of an Asian man in it, uh, where I'm mm. like, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> like, oh, let's not do that. Um, but other than that, if, if we're just, you know... It's 1930. Art can't change. I'm taking a page out of your book, Aaron. Art can't change. I can't judge the film for being super racist <laughs> when it wasn't racist in their day. Other than that, I think Faye Ray is pretty good. I think the guy, well, oh gosh, what's the director's name? Robert Armstrong. I mean, not the actual director in the film. It's Carl Denham. Denham. Uh, but Robert Armstrong, it's pretty good. But the thing is, it's not a film for good acting. It's just like, hey, look at this cool special effects we can make. And the special effects are still pretty good. I love stop motion animation. So mm-hmm. the whole scene when, um, gosh, what's her name? Anne, Anne Darrow. <laughs> I'm real good at names. I forgot to look at the last name when I was looking at it. Anne Darrow is sitting in the tree. And watching King Kong fight the T-Rex, I'm like, this is really well made. Like, it's a pretty cool action sequence. There's no music, so you're just kind of like, this is just, we're just hearing grunting and, like, T-Rex on the ground. (laughs) And then, like, ah, just, like, fighting with, like, no music. I'm like, well, this is something that doesn't really hold up. We usually like to put music to our action sequences. But that shows how real it is. Yeah, it's so real. And, yeah, you know, you got, you got, you just got, you just got document, you know. Yeah. It's gotta let the events unfold yeah. without comment. 
You're right. Yeah. It is a documentary, so that's people need to know the truth about King yeah. Kong. Yeah. Um, but I was looking it up because I'm like, how did they do that? And I was like, I really want to know how they did stuff like that. So I was like researching. Oh, they had like a screen behind her that she was reacting to and acting against, and then they're filming her reacting to the screen. I'm like, this is just so it's so interesting to see innovations like that that you're like i mean we don't do stuff like that anymore because we have technology and we kind of like cheat uh but like the way they had to do stuff like that it's just it was so interesting to me and yeah it took me out of the movie sometimes because i'm actively in my brain trying to think how did they do that but still great um so yeah just a fun monster movie you know now, this is the thing. I've never seen 2005's King Kong. Had you seen any King Kong movie? No. Um, the 2005 King Kong, they had a big, like, cardboard cutout in the theater near my house when I was little. And it terrified the crap out of me, man. I was... I must have been like nine, actually. It's really sad that it scared me so much. But I had a huge thing where I was terrified of monkeys for, like, the better half of my younger years um perfectly logical yeah man we need to just have a show where we just talk about our deepest fears at some point because i think there's still a part of me that's afraid of monkeys because when i was watching the jungle book and there's like shots of not the monkeys man there's just shots of the jungle and like it's like shooting through the jungle the dark jungle i'm like this i like got scared like something inside of me was scared i'm like there's i was scared by christopher walken singing that, that, that rattled me to my core. I wanna right there, be like you, you ooh, ooh. I wanna talk like you, walk like you, a two woo woo. <laughs> I'll clap for myself. I'm not above that. But yeah, King Kong. See it. You know, it, it's a nice little piece of film history for you, and it's not that long. Either. Also on the AFI Top 100. Oh, is it? Nice. Yes. Well, very nice. I had seen it. I had seen it before I went on this quest through the list, though. But. Uh, all right, yeah. So I do want to watch 2005's King Kong at some point, um, but not so close to seeing the original that I'm gonna be like, I just saw this, but way longer now. Uh, yeah, but yeah, now it's twice the length. Yeah. So doesn't I, that sound appealing? Of course, I've seen the scene where Jack Black is like, no was beauty that killed the beast or whatever, and like it's like I'd seen that, and then watching. Uh, this guy deliver it in the 1930s version. He just seems like, well, it's not a big deal. It was beauty that killed the beast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we're in the other movie. It's like this emotional moment. And this guy's just like, what can you do? I just brought a giant monkey. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, you know, times were different in the 30s. You know, yeah. just giant monkeys just weren't as big of a deal. Yeah, the shot where the hand comes through the window, like, trying to grab into the apartment, mm-hmm. it's, like, still really scary. I'm not gonna lie. Like, just imagine that happening. Like, this huge hand just coming into your house. Man. It's pretty dark. Also, final thing on King Kong. I learned that this was right before they, like, made guidelines for what you can do in a movie. Because there are some of the most violent deaths I have ever seen in this movie. Are you talking about the haze cone? Yeah. Because we were talking about this last week. Were we? Yeah. 
You obviously weren't. Part I, of the not, was it last week? Or was it, did you even edit this podcast? Oh, because we were talking about it during Gone with the Wind, weren't we? No, we were talking about it with like some like it hot because that was like the phone that like finally broke it or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, we uh, yeah, huh? I didn't know that's what it was called or anything, but yeah. Seeing King Kong put people into his mouth and bite down, like, can never unsee. I'm like, I can understand how people in the 30s would be terrified of this. They'd be like, what? <laughs> like, you can't do that? And then there's one scene where he grabs a villager and throws him on the ground and then steps on him. I'm like, well, that was really brutal. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. The very next shot is him picking up another villager, throwing him on the ground and stepping on that one. I'm like, what? What is this movie? (laughs) So that was my experience with King Kong. But my final thing of the week, watched one episode of Black Mirror. I'm I'm a little bit uh, behind. Oh, no, wait, there's two things. I watched... Half of season two of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It is still great. I don't think it's as great as season one. Um, the music isn't quite as good. There's not as many that I'm like, I'm going to be singing this. I'm going to be having this on in the car from time to time. But there are still some good ones. I think the Thought Bubbles song is... Mm-hmm fantastic just line where he's just singing he's like what if i get sent to hell <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> it's uh, it's very good and the love triangle song is mm-hmm. just <laughs> the line that cracks me up is the thanks for teaching me man math <laughs> like oh it's it hurts because it's true <laughs> like, um but it was it was nice seeing that one after hearing you aaron talk about how all of those old movies are about love triangles, and then they call back to that in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I'm like, oh, I understand what the. Well, I mean, like, like the way they shot that uh, scene was actually based on a scene from uh, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Oh well, see, I've not seen it, so <laughs> I didn't. Know I that. hadn't seen it at the time I had seen that episode. Oh, but then okay. when I watched the film, I was like, oh, okay, Ooh, that's what they're Aaron, going for. My favorite parody of the season so far: the trapped in the bathroom. <laughs> Trapped in the Closet parody. Have you seen the Trapped in the Closet series? I have seen all of it, yes. I have not. It is... David, that seems like something you would have seen. That's such a David thing. (laughs) (laughs) It is... Is it R. Kelly, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is one of the most... Convoluted... It's like, the, does it have like 30 verses now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a great parody in this season of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And it's, uh, yeah. But other than that, uh, um, I like the new dynamic between Rebecca and Valencia. I think they work really well together. I like good. Um, my only complaint so far is that the first few episodes, Rebecca was so whiny I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I know this is what you're going for, but... My God, <laughs> like, just stop, just stop, please. Um, also, my fault for watching so many of them. Probably won't see the second half for a long time, though. So, I watch what? it with my Why sister not? whenever she's home from college, because that's a show that oh. she likes to watch, too. So, whenever she comes back, I'll watch the second half. She's um, never coming back. Never coming back. Wow, that's pretty dark. <laughs> like, all right, Because she's moving. Oh, okay. To West yeah. Covina, California. She- Brand new friends and new career. 
categorize me. It happens to be where Josh lives, but that's not why she's here. <laughs> Aaron, you want to go next? Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm not done. I'm this sorry. Good then. Final uh, thing. You said two things. I did. And then he remembered another thing. I remembered Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Final thing about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. New theme song, really great. I love the little hang they leave when she goes, blam, and then they just leave it for like maybe five <laughs> yeah. seconds. Perfect, perfect touch. All right, anyway, watched one episode of Black Mirror. The uh, first episode of the third season, the Bryce Dallas Howard episode. Wow, really good. Um, I don't know <laughs> how I'm still consistently being surprised at how good this show is. Like, I should know by now that it's going to be good, but I'm still, like, blown away every episode. Um, just a really... Like, even though that episode... I know I, I know earlier I said that subtlety is good. This episode's not entirely subtle, but it no, works. No, it's not. It works subtlety into it in certain ways, though. Like, it has this big thing about social media um, popularity and stuff like that, but it also works subtle themes in there um, about not, you know, being your true self or whatever. Um, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> no. But just, um, I never thought I'd be so moved by two people just yelling insults at one another. Um, it was a, it was very good. Um, Have you ever seen Rhett and Link's um, rap battle of awesomeness when they just try to be more manly and they insult each other? I'm sure I have, but it's been a while. I mean, that, that moved me with insults, so That's I think you. you should quote that before you start quoting it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Aaron, do you want to go next? I mean, David already asked, but... Oh, I mean, I can. I'm done, so. How long's your list? Take it. Uh, I actually had a very short uh, list this week, at least relative to what I normally have. Relative, yeah. Because. Claw hand quotation. I was on spring break, so, you know, I just. Spring break. Lust was doing other things, had other things going on. Mm -hmm. So, uh, first, I watched uh, The Three Stooges, the movie, the, the. the 2012 movie no, that no. they made. <laughs> I thought you meant like the old show or something. No, no, no. Because no. it was like, I, it was, I was like, I was like, I wanted to watch Netflix, but like, two, two people in Kill my family me. were like already watching Netflix at the time, so I was like, can't watch Netflix tonight. So I was like, what's on TV? And so, mm-hmm. came across the Three Stooges movie from 2012, and As I was like, one does. This is this is something you just gotta watch at midnight, you is know. It, just is this something you ever need to watch? No, no. I've seen the second half, but that's it. <laughs> the second half is the the worst half because well, that's when they a... get to like the Jersey Shore yeah. stuff, and you're like, yeah. why? Like, it's why like they don't made? they don't fit. You can't combine the Three Stooges with the Jersey Shore. Like, that's not even how you appeal to a younger generation. <laughs> They instantly dated their film too by doing that. They're like, "What'll make the what'll make uh, the the Three Stooges not a dated like IP? Let's throw the Jersey Shore in there. I mean, it's more dated <laughs> yeah. than the original show yeah, is really." It is. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it was. It was like they're trying way too hard to like bring this into modern day when it's like it doesn't really work anymore mm-hmm. you know like i don't quite understand why they thought this was a good idea and apparently they're making a sequel oh my god 
I was like, I because I, I was looking up the Wikipedia article after I saw this, and I was like, I guess they're making a sequel. And like the idea is like they're gonna team them up with like some big action movie star or whatever. And great, I don't know what Liam they expect to go with that, but <laughs> Liam yes, Neeson, yes, <laughs> the fourth Taken film, yeah. They take the Three Stooges. <laughs> That's what happens, and he has to save it. I would watch it. I, I mean, think, I think we all would watch that. I think it's something that the Taken series needs to uh, be saved. Uh, like a soft more than that TV show. Yeah, that's for yeah, sure. That's true. Or Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis teaming up with Limnis. Mm-hmm. Or Bruce Willis taking over the Taken franchise. Yeah, I think. No, I think Bruce Willis. What about Taken Is, Die no, Hard? No. Crossover. Oh my god! I was saying, why would I? Why did I get so excited when you said that? I hate I both know. of those Die, previous films. Die Hard One. Die Hard One. Yeah, Die Hard One. Bruce Willis. Let's let's CGI him into the film. We'll we'll grant Moff Tarkin. Him, yeah, we'll grant Moff Tarkin. Him. Just gonna Tarkin. Him. Yeah, Tarkin. Yeah, we'll, we'll Tarkin yeah, still, you in the picture. Still in my top five Christmas movies. Yeah, rightfully so. Aaron, of course. What else you got for us this week? Uh, well, then I watched a few films from the AFI Top 100. Ding, ding, ding. I, first, I watched 12 Angry Men. Okay, yeah, how's that? I so watched that. You've seen the movie? Yeah, because I didn't read the book for uh, Valley Lutheran. I watched you the watched movie. the movie instead of reading the book? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably <laughs> if I was smart, that's what I would have done. So. But yeah, this because is a internet, it's, it's a play, so mm-hmm. words are exactly I, I, Yeah, I was just going to say, I was familiar with this story already because it was a play, and it was a play that we all had to read in high school one yeah. summer. And, I don't uh, know why they chose it. The but... good thing is that it was like uh, 12 pages. <laughs> like, here you go. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. like, one page reads, man. I think you had angry. to read another book, too, though. I think you had to read two. Like a, like. Did we? I think they gave you that one, and they're like, you have to read a second book, and that's when I read some a tale parrot or whatever. Yeah, do something weird. Yeah, I didn't read it either. I just I I only got a hundred on all my papers. Anything's that, so. better than let's roll. Uh, so or do hard things. do hard things. Oh God, what was the fourth one? Oh wait, no, we're not gonna talk about the fourth one. Let's just not even bring it up. Let's just not even bring it up. The shack. Oh, yeah, Let's, yeah, yeah. yeah, the shack. That's what it was. Um, it was not. No, Aaron. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it offline. Just mute it. Just mute it. <laughs> no, it doesn't mute my microphone. That's not how that works. I can uh, mute Skype, but I can't mute this microphone. Just text it to me. Okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah, this was a film I was already familiar with the story. I already knew all the twists. I knew how it would play out and all that. So I was like, it's okay. You know, but at yeah. the same time, it's like like many of the films I've seen from this list where their plays turned into movies, it's like they're just not very cinematic, you know? Right. It, it's, it's a good film, but at the same time, it's like, it's not, like I, don't, I wouldn't say it's a great film because it's not very cinematic you know it's like it's all confined to just this one set and this one table and it's just moving around from person to person at this table yeah i mean it's very much an acting showcase Mm -hmm. for sure like henry fonda and all that there's some great performances there but at the same time it's very limited in scale beyond that so it's like yeah yeah i can see that all right so next up from this list i watched the Manchurian Candidate. Ooh, I was actually just about to watch this. 
So yeah, yeah, this is this is a film where uh, Russians compromise yeah. a high level American in order to elect a presidential candidate of their choice yeah. who runs a campaign on, you know, paranoia and hatred in an attempt to undermine America. Yeah, no, So, that's, you know, it just... Um, it's a documentary. Just, and, just hasn't, uh, <laughs> hasn't aged very well, you know? Just, just yeah. doesn't quite hold up anymore. Definitely. You know? Doesn't sound like something that could ever happen. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just a bit too far out there, you know. It's like, man, I this movie's fine, but man, no points for realism on this one. No points yeah, at it's, all. Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> do they have that little faith in the American yeah. public and its democratic systems? I mean, like, you, uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah, just trash movie. Like, yeah. we should just you know hashtag fake news. Ha- yeah, fake news. Alternative we facts. Should, we should just, you know, Here's get rid it. of all copies of it because, you know, it's just, it's worthless, you know? It's just, yep. it's just it's but yeah, it, too far. So, like, <laughs> I had heard so much about this yeah. given recent political events. I believe TM, TCM actually showed this at the same time as the inauguration, like, as counter-programming. And I, I was mean, like, nice, not nice a bad job, idea. TCM. It's not a bad <laughs> idea. I mean, yeah. We like you, TCM. We like you. <laughs> So you got it's anything like, else to say about that one, or <laughs> what? You got anything else to say about that one, or just? You... Well, I mean, it, the fact that it is so Way too oddly relevant. relevant, it's just very fascinating to watch it now, and it's. So I think that almost it's it's a good film regardless, but that added, you know, bit of like context just mm-hmm. makes it like incredible, like. It's just so weird, the connections or whatever. And no. it, it is a very enjoy. I've enjoyed it a lot compared to like some of the films from this list because it's just so compared to like a lot of the other films on this list. It's so just like high concept, you know, just really crazy, you know, just like brainwashing and kidnapping and espionage and all this. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, this is a really interesting film, you know, like this is more my typical style of movie, you know? Yeah. As opposed to, like, all these, like, play-based, gritty dramas about American, you know, like, the Great Depression and mm-hmm. all that, and love triangles and whatever else has <laughs> all these films are about four-hour biblical epics and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you have any interest in watching the 2004 remake with Denzel Washington, Liv Schreiber, Meryl Streep, and Kimberly Elsie, who I don't know. I mean, I would definitely be interested in watching it. Because I think they do change quite a few aspects of the plot as well. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's something I would be interested in watching. But I think it'd be something that you shouldn't watch until after seeing the original. Oh, probably. right, of course. Mm, I don't know about that. All right. You don't know about it? <laughs> he doesn't know. Um... All right, so. Uh, so then us? I watched, finished season four of Bates Motel. All right, how was uh, that? Excellent final set of episodes. Like, you know, like, as I was talking about, I knew how this season was going to end, mm-hmm. going in. Like, it had to end this way. But just, like, the way they finally pulled it off, like, the culmination of all they've been building to really, just phenomenal. 
excellent episodes. Like I've I've had my problems here and there with the show. Like it's it's a good show. It's better than it had any right to be. But there's still like <laughs> yeah. some problems here and there where you're just like, yeah, did you really need to? I feel like you're stretching a bit here and there, but mm -hmm. these past few episodes to end off the season were just great television, like absolutely phenomenal. Like they nailed it. That's good. really excited to see what they do with season five, mm -hmm. but I won't be able to watch it until it hits Netflix because I don't right. get the channel. Um, disappointing. I know. No. Never mind. I had something to say. I don't remember anymore. So move on. All right. So finally. <laughs> I have a short list this week. That's fine. So I'm just I'm gonna have to talk a little bit about something. In fact, this is almost a rant segment, and I was go I was planning this before you even brought back the rant segment. I was like, I might have to bring back the rant segment. <sighs> double here rant. A little. Okay. Here we go. I'm gonna add the clips back in. We're doing a double rant. We, we we're gonna yeah we're gonna do a double and rant. And double rant commence. All right. So I just I want to talk a little about. The Flash. Okay. Wow, alright. I heard The Flash is yeah. great. The Flash. Season 1. It was like my favorite show. Like one of my favorite shows of all time. I was just like, even just one season into this, I'm like, this is phenomenal. I was watching really? some episodes like twice in a row. I was like, this is so great. Love it. They're nailing this. This is my favorite character. My like my second favorite superhero, my favorite DC superhero. So the fact that they're bringing him to life in such a great way, I was like, this is phenomenal. And then season two happens, and you're like, wait a second, this is the same plot as the first season. What? Did they not have a second story? And then season three, it's the same. Story like the same overarching story, like the the season long arc for all three seasons has been pretty much exactly the same. And just this latest episode, it just it just finally broke. Like I'm, I kept on trying to hold onto that goodwill from season one, mm -hmm. but just this past episode, I was just like, nope, you're you're done. You've, You've blown done. all that goodwill. I don't know how you managed to do that, but all that goodwill, you have blown straight through it. You are a bad show right now. <laughs> oh, man. I've heard the opposite, that it's getting better. No. No. Really? Wow. It is repeating the same problems over and over and over again. Like, it's every single episode. It's like... This new character has a secret, and they're not going to tell the rest of the team, even though the past five episodes were all spent the same way, with the characters learning that they shouldn't keep secrets from each other anymore, but they're going to keep on keeping secrets, because we don't have any other way to produce drama, except for having people keep secrets unnecessarily. <laughs> the show, I personally didn't think the show looked that good. Like, I started watching Arrow when it first came out, and I watched seasons one and two, and I was very surprised, because Arrow kind of like kick-started like, this whole, obviously, thing on CW. Right, right. And I was like, wow, why is Arrow so good? Like, Green Arrow's kind of under, like, underrated, but, like, now I'm going to... And eventually, because oh, what are they on? Four? They're on, like, season five? Five right now. Arrow, yeah. Arrow's on season five, yeah. So about three and four on Netflix. I'll catch up, obviously, sometime. But then they're like, yeah, we're going to bring The Flash. I was like, okay, cool. 
And then, like, I remember just, like, I think I watched, like, the opening episode. I was like, eh, like, I don't know. I don't really care about that. And then they're like, yeah, we're bringing Supergirl now, too. I'm like, and, don't you dare. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go there. Supergirl is the like, only one of these DC of these DC shows that I'm like I have an interest in this and it's actually pretty good. <laughs> like Arrow, like, I no. watched Arrow, I watched half of the first season and I'm like, eh, I'll get to it eventually. It's not super interesting. But and like Flash, I was like, well, I can't watch that until I watch Arrow. And then when Supergirl came out, I'm like, it's not connected. I can watch it, but it is. The first season. it is. It wasn't for the it's first season. Slightly connected, but it's not. It still takes place in a different universe. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I'll watch season two when I'm watching all these other things. But I watched season one. I'm like, I like this a lot. I know it's not great. I know it's cheesy. But and then there's at like least DC, <laughs> DC heroes uh, of tomorrow. I'm like, no, get back Legends to prison break, boys. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. But, I, but I've made this decision. I'm not going to watch Flash. I'm just going to watch... Arrow, like when I do get back, I'm just gonna watch Arrow straight through. Are you gonna watch I mean, the other ones? Flat, I'm telling you, Flash season one is great television. It remains great television, but the problem is they are it's apparently the problem. they have one storyline, and it's every single season. There's a new evil speedster, and then surprise twist with the evil speedster. That's the same twist every season. It's like you can't keep on doing this. It doesn't work the third time around. <laughs> and just the, but the what if, secrets. What if they're everyone's moving, always... What? what if they're moving so fast that they just come full circle thinking that we can they can pull it again because they're the Flash. They just keep going full circle and bring the same idea of running it's around in a circle. Oh my gosh, I broke it, Aaron. He broke it. it it's not working. It's not working. It's just... You gotta, it's so, it's too depressing. It's like, they can't just, the the show is at its best when it's having fun with, like, the comic booky aspects. You know, when they're getting into, like, the parallel worlds and the gorilla alternate timelines and the gorilla grads and all that kind of stuff. You're like, this is when the show is at its fun. But they keep on getting bogged down in, like, all this un- unnecessary drama and repetitive story arcs. And it's really frustrating because I just I love this show so much in season one, and I know that it can be great. And the Flash is like my like I said one of my favorite superheroes, so I really want this show to be great. So it just really frustrates me that the show is like failing this miserably because they just are not. I don't know. They're just they the need writing. new writers. They need or new fresh ideas. They need to somehow bring some new ideas into the fold because it's just getting really frustrating to watch. Also, oddly sexist. Oh, like, no. I, yeah, I don't know why. Because, like, every single other show in the CW DC universe is, like, pretty, you know, pro-feminist and have strong female characters and everything, but The Flash is just weirdly sexist like especially this episode for some reason like they have this they have this moment where uh okay they're, they're talking to like the characters and like well like first off this is one where it's just kind of like irksome where it's like uh what i i don't want to spoil like who these characters are but the one is like recently got engaged and then 
the father of the character like pulls him aside and he's like, why didn't you ask my permission to marry her? And it's like, uh, like I, it's like a thing that people have, but at the same time, just this whole, I like someone in the, I I read like a comment that like pointed out, like if he had said blessing, it would have been like, blessing fixes it it would have been weird it's so weird but it was still would have been you know it would have been something that you like you could be like okay there's people like that but when you say permission yeah it's just like no that's that's not how this works and this is still weird to me i was at a wedding in december and it's just you know when you don't go to weddings or whatever this is like the first wedding i've been to since well i guess like 2011 or so but it's just I hate the line where it's like, who is giving this woman away to be married? No, you didn't own her. <laughs> like, ah! like, I get it's tradition, but like, guys, update. But it's a tradition we should go away from yeah, because exactly. it's just, it's kind of like this whole so treating women your, as property. At your, wedding, just... at your wedding, are you going to have the priest say that? No, definitely not. I mean, nope. hopefully mm. not, no. Will I even have a wedding in a religious building maybe not who knows <laughs> like uh and that but then there was this other sexist moment oh good where like the, the 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 villain of the week showed up or whatever and so like they have like multiple speedsters at this point because mm-hmm. there's like some from other earth visiting or whatever and stuff like that and yeah. one of them is is uh is like a female speedster and so they have like the two male speedsters head off to fight this villain and then the Flash is like, is is uh, is she going to join us? And then the other one's like, no, she's too busy examining the engagement ring over there. Like, she just, she latched on that engagement ring and she's just so fixated on that jewelry that she can't help us fight crime right now. Yikes. And you're just like, that's your excuse? Like, you wrote yourself into a corner by having too many superpowered people on your show right now, and your excuse and you to get rid sexism. of one is to <laughs> resort to some kind of like really sexist like representation. Like, it's like, yeah. come on. So that's that's my rant. I'm just like, that's okay. I mean, I'm glad you got that rant, and we got a double rant. 2017, the 2017 double rant. People will look around and they'll be like, "Where were you?" <laughs> When the 2017 double rant happened, and they'll be like, "What? What? What does that mean?" <laughs> uh, David, what are your things you've seen this week? So, internet. Internet. He's talking to you. <clears throat> I. Let me let me start off with I okay. watched The Walking Dead last night. Yeah. Rating ratings may be down, but my hopes are high. Because stuff is ha- stuff is happening, and I sure a lot hope of so. It were, is a television show. Things should be. A lot of people were a lot of people were complaining about. Oh, it's the same thing. Stuff isn't happening. I'm like, well, now you're getting what you want. I wasn't personally complaining. I knew what was happening. People just didn't understand. It's, but now wait, they're going. Okay, they wait, real quick, real quick. I just wanna. That reminded me. Did you see that Iron Fist is getting horrible reviews? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, awful. And the guy who plays Danny Rand is like, the critics just don't get it. They don't understand this show. It's too smart for them. I'm like, oh, God, never say that. Never say that. <laughs> you know what, though? They should have seen this coming, considering they hired the guy who did Dexter Season 8. Yeah. I was just like, 
what do you expect? Yeah. You hired the guy who produced the worst television ever made hey. to run your show. Yeah. Hey. David, you don't even understand. <laughs> You're not there yet. <laughs> just so everyone's clear, the debate is still happening. David just has to get to but season once, eight. Once I get to season eight, I'm pulling out my journal and I'm taking notes, Aaron. Whether whether I actually like season eight or not, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to defend it. You won't like it. Of oh, course, it's I'm, so bad. Of course, if he doesn't but, like the season, the debate won't happen. So you know. Yeah. Well. The debate is but, happening regardless. But what if, but what if it he is hates an indefensible so season? He can't defend it. He's like, nah. Anyway, we're off topic. Walking Dead. How's it going? Is uh, is Daryl still on there? He, is he still shooting things? I always see those shirts that say, "If Daryl dies, we riot," and I haven't seen riots of that in the streets. So. So yeah, Daryl's still alive. All right, good. Um, people are dying. Zombies are ki- being killed. It's oh, The Walking good. Dead, and I'm still watching it. Good. Huzzah, huzzah! Good for me. So, um, now, internet, I was in Florida visiting my dad, Mm -hmm. right? And my little sisters decided to go shopping. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to go shopping. Oh, no, I remember. I forgot you saw this. Continue. So, I run over to the movie theater. And I was like, okay, what movie can I see right now? And she looks at me weird, like, just like last time, because I'm pretty sure it was the same girl. This isn't a thing people do. (laughs) No, it really isn't. There's usually like a plan. Let's go see something. Like yes. No, but but I, the plan is to kind of just show up. Like like I don't know. I think like, kinda, give me a ticket right comes... now. I'll pay for it. But you just gotta give me this ticket. I need this. <laughs> yeah. So, she's like, "Oh, there's a La La Land." I'm like, "Nope." <sighs> you there's are a... such a fool. <laughs> <laughs> you saw like, you you uh... saw this instead of La La Land. Oh, I think. Oh, the Great Wall's playing. I was like, I'll take it. Oh, no. I'll take it. (laughs) And I went and I saw the Great Wall. And. Oh, boy. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. How bad did you think it was going to be? (laughs) I thought it was going to be pretty awful. Yeah. Is it still pretty awful? So. Okay. I'm going to talk about the Great Wall now. All right. Talk about it. Um, it was in- interesting, I guess, because, like, obviously, like, the main gripe is, like, oh, why is there a main white character in um, this movie about the, the Great Wall of China? You know what I mean? They're all. And, um, I, and they're like, oh, it gets explained. And it does. But, like, I don't know. They didn't really need to be in the movie. They could have like done this yeah. movie without them. The explanation is no one would buy this movie if a white man wasn't in it. <laughs> Basically. But, um, so it had a lot of solid, decent action shots. Nothing like too spectacular, but nothing just like the only cringeworthy shot is the shot that I talked about in the trailer. And guess where it showed up in? <laughs> The shield showed up in the movie. They have that beautiful sh- shield. The shield. It's it, it's beautiful. I mean, it's not even a slow mo shot. It's just like, you know what? We just want this to be a slowly thrown Let shield. Me gently toss this shield across gently the hallway. And li- like the rules of Earth, like gravity would say that that shield would drop. Mm-hmm. Like, but not the Great Wall. But not the Great Wall. 
And yeah, so basically they go into like they never really explain it. They just say, "Oh yeah, this meteor hit, and we keep it's a, a secret." It's like, and these aliens, like it's like these this meteor hit, and these monsters came out of this meteor. What? And once every once every sixty years, these monsters what? try to attack the wall, and we have to say, "What?" Save them. That, that's what? The <laughs> but oh, by the way. You can't Can we get a third rant in here about how dumb this is? And so, yeah, so I agree that this plot was very, very dumb. I'm like, okay, we're just gonna like try to save the world, like through by stopping these monsters from eating people. Like, aliens. Let's let's just call them like they are. They're aliens. This is an alien movie. How They're alien that? monsters. And uh, one of my gripes was that there were only two types. There was like the like the main like mo- like mo- there's the main monster, and then there was like the uh, um, it's basically like a beehive. There's like the worker bees, and then there's like the queen. So like there was so a they essentially ripped off Edge of Tomorrow at the same time. <laughs> Good, but um, but. Um, what was I saying? I oh know. yeah. So, so even though the plot was awful, there were some decently executed um, fight sequences. Like, um, there were five different colors that are part of this army, and each color, like if you're like a red suited armor, you're an archer. If you're a yellow suited armor, you were like, and which was really stupid. I don't know why they did it, but like the blue. Like the blue armor was all women, and they would, and they would just like, um, well, this was one of the scenes I kind of remember. I was like, oh boy, like, why did they do this? Um, so like the women would like stand on the wall, and they would put on like this hoop around their waist, and then they would dive off the wall with this big lance and just stab people, and then they would reel them back up. I'm like, well, I don't know why this is here, but okay. But then, like, you would just see, like, all these women get eaten, and then they would, like, take off the hoop, and then just throw it, and there's, like, this pile of just, like, oh, we've killed, like, we've lost, like, thousands of women, but we're just going to keep throwing them on there. Like, not a big deal. I was like, Are you, do you really want to just have, like, people jumping off your wall just to, like, kill one monster? Like, is this really worth it for your numbers? Come on, guys. Like, we could think better. But, yeah. um... That's yeah, and eventually, like, the way that they ended up killing the monsters was, like... Well, don't, don't spoil it for people who, for some reason... Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm just going to say it's, like, this is their route. Like, like it was, like we could have done this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, but... Action sequences were all right. All right. So... I don't think anything great. will make me ever get past the fact that they're aliens... But yeah, action sequences. So then, a couple days later, my dad shows up. (laughs) And my sister's like, I want to go shopping again. So we go back to that same mall. Oh, no. And my dad. Please tell me you saw La 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 Land. Let's go see a movie. Please. Like, all right, let's go see a movie. Please tell me you saw La La Land. Oh, no. Productive. I saw The Founder. Oh, okay. How was that? I can't even be mad about that one, honestly. No, because I, um, it was quite interesting, and it was it was a solid, 
it was the I never knew the story. The founder internet is a story is like how McDon the rise of McDonald's and um you cringing. You okay, Jacob? No, I just stubbed my toe really bad, but I'm good. Oh, I, I thought I like said something. No, 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 like, no, no. Keep going. We well, said McDonald's. Well, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, a shots? But um, it shows like about the McDonald's brothers and how they did it, and mm-hmm. then how this this guy came in and basically got them a franchise, and they took their entire restaurant and made billions of dollars and just gave them like nothing. Yeah. So, but that was really because I didn't know any of like how this was done and created. It was quite it was quite interesting. It was a cool watch. Yeah. Um. I assumed it was all accurate. I mean, you gotta. I would assume it's not it. entirely accurate. Not, but, yeah, you know, that's... I, but the main idea. Right. You're right. Right. Not the idea. So, maybe but, not the interactions. Um, but the main actor Michael reminded Keaton. me. Uh, oh, what? Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton. It was really. I forgot weird. his name too for a second, <laughs> so I Sorry. can't blame you. Really? I was like, Michael Keaton. No, I... I was like, how could you forget? One of our most celebrated actors, and you guys. I knew he. I knew he was name. one of the Batman. I had to run <laughs> oh through the Batman God. again. Oh no! <laughs> but it was really. But um, I then had a plane ride home from Florida. Yeah. And I chose to watch Arrival for the second time. And nice. goodness gracious, I nearly cried on the plane. I was tearing up. It was real bad. It was as good as I remember. Possibly even better. Good, good. Um, but now, yeah, love Arrival. Everyone go see Arrival. Mm-hmm. And now I am on season seven of Dexter. About oh in the middle of season seven. Mm-hmm. So you're almost there. We're almost guys. Almost, every day I'm we get closer there. to this debate. Anyway. So I'm going to talk about season six because I finished up season six. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's season six. It's not dumb ending, right? Dumb, dumb season, right? Yeah, but the, the season was dumb. It was just kind of like the main, the main guy that they were that they were hunting. Like they, I don't want to like Colin Hanks. Sure, like. I don't care. Basically, what, Does anyone uh, care? Does anyone listening to this care? I think... Yes. Yeah, maybe. I'm not going to do it. Okay, so but basically, like, right. the twist that they try to throw in before the main twist at the very end about the main... Yeah, yeah. Pro- I was like, okay, like, this, like, I didn't really, I didn't really care about any of this. I was like, why? Like, this guy isn't that big of a deal, blah, blah, blah. It's such a weird twist, too, because, like, it, it it's hard to discuss exactly why it's so like confusing without uh talking about spoilers but it's just like it's like a confusing direction to go in because it relies on just like this weird conceit that they built up themselves and then i i don't know how to describe without spoiling it but it was just a dumb direction to go in and and so now well i'm going to talk about the ending of season six is it not, the part not, where she where yes. she thinks she's in love with him? Oh, we need to talk about that no. spoiler for you. <laughs> can we talk about? Well, Jacob's gone. Can we just talk about that? Yeah, we need to talk what, about what, that. Where does she get off? 
<laughs> and like, oh, I'm really just in love with like, like who thought like this was a good idea? Like, apparently no one because they like instantly drop that storyline and like never bring it up again. Like they like try to distance themselves as much as possible from it. She's like. I don't understand how she's like, oh, that's obviously the reason why I'm the way I am. Cause I'm, yes, of course it's because I'm in love with my brother. Like, that it makes perfect sense. What did I just walk yeah. into? <laughs> <laughs> you just missed Dexter. I, you know, I don't miss it. I've not seen it, but I sure don't miss it. And, like, the weird, like, flashes of her that she's, like... Like, he's in the suit, and, like, I don't know, the weird flashes that she has of Dexter and her, it's just, like, real weird and, like, uncomfortable, and I'm, like, I just, I, and I don't like Deb at all, either. Like, De- like her character is so shallow. I'm sorry. All, all of the characters are shallow outside of Dexter, and even Dexter pretty much, like, becomes, like, a self-parody in the second half of the show. Yeah, Chuck is really bad. He's just not a good guy. I don't like They're not Chuck. comparable shows. Um, I don't know why this is your thing. And he's just, it's like, dude, Chuck, calm down, yeah. man. You're killing too many guys. You're, you're investigating too many murders, Chuck. Calm no. down, buddy. No, because I, like, I love Dexter as a character. Like, he's super interesting. Well, he is a super interesting character and stuff. He would be if they took him in an interesting direction, but they continuously mm-hmm. failed to do so. Yeah, and um, <laughs> but yeah, I just I I've gone on the record saying I hate Deb and how like she just swears and yells and then tries to solve crimes. I'm like, what are you doing, Deb? But like, like that's all you are. You are nothing else. And like but now she's in love with him. Yes, that's consistent characterization for you. I guess. But now we're in season seven. Okay, so the oh, way no, that, wait that, season six. Wait. Set. David, is that the season when a 20-something computer geek inadvertently downloads critical government secrets into his brain? CIA and NSA assign two agents to protect him and exploit such knowledge, turning his life upside down? Is that Dexter Season 7, guys? Why is this a thing? Is that... Is that the... Is that the one? No. No? I'm sorry. You know, I get them mixed up. I gotta mix up. So that was what we call a bad bit in comedy, and it was not good. <laughs> yeah, you might as well just cut that. No, I'm keeping it. One. People need to know how dumb I am. All right, continue. Um. So yeah. So now I'm gonna move to the very end of season six, which gave me hope because. Eventually, I feel like, can I say this? Like, I don't care. I don't think anyone cares about Dexter. Okay. There, oh, well, you're time like, oh, you, know you spoiled Arrival. Skip, no, skip I can't spoil 15 that. seconds. But Arrival is a great movie that just recently came out. Dexter is a show that no one should be watching anymore. Also, if you don't want to know, hit like the 10 second skip button on iTunes or whatever. You'll skip all this. David, continue. So, eventually, I feel like Dad was going to find out sooner or later that he's a serial killer. And so, when that happened at the end of season six, I was like, it piqued my interest. I'm like, okay, 
this is obviously a big thing, and because Dexter's almost always in control, like he always finds a way out of it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this could be like uncharted territory. Like this is new. This could be, and like they don't like so far in season seven, they don't do anything with it. It's just kind of like, I'm gonna fix you. I can't be fixed. I'm gonna fix you. You can't be fixed. You're right, and that's all. Like that's all they did. Yep. And I'm like, that's what you chose to do with it. Like you could have, you could have gone like a million different directions. And may, I'm, okay, I'm still not finished with the series or the season seven. So like maybe something's coming. I don't know. But so far, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, like, and oh, and then there's this whole like backstory that I really don't care about about like this mob check dude. Or oh was, yeah, that guy. It's, yeah. like, not even a big threat. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, so I'm just kind of, like, what are we doing here? Like, I wish... Not I wish they, any better. Yeah. They could have they taken... They could have taken this in so many different directions. Do you, like, do you agree, like, with what I'm saying or no? No, I completely agree. This is what I was telling you about, is yeah. that, like, the, the show was filled with so much potential, and yet they keep on continually fail to explore any of the interesting potential of the premise. And they just go in like these absurd directions that are just like completely ridiculous and stupid. It's like no one, no one wanted her, him to wanted his sister to fall in love with him or for him to like, I don't, I don't remember. There's one thing I love. Terrible. It shows it's incest. That's a joke. I well, I mean, it's a, he's adopted, so it's like... Still not okay. You're going to pull a Lost on me? You're going to pull a stepbrother and stepsister just to kind of be like, hey, this is all right. No, it's not. <laughs> it's still wrong. Stop it. But it happened. It did happen, you're right, and they both the died. Flash does that, too. Just, just so y'all are aware. Great. On, so, on the Flash, the Flash and his girlfriend are were raised by the same man after his parents were killed. Different, different, different. It's the same thing that happened with Dexter, and you were critiquing it. I haven't seen Dexter, and I don't know the full context. Adopted sounds worse than our parents were killed. Where we don't even know each other. How old were they? In the Flash or in Dexter? In the Flash. Like, I don't know, like eight? Okay, yeah, weird. Too weird. Too weird. <laughs> I'm saying, like, 12 is the cutoff. Then it's like, all right, I get it. You're just making a cutoff for I'm making a cutoff. Okay to be I'm inappropriately... Yeah, okay. Anyway. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess... And season seven is really hard to get through. Like, real, like I was watching... Like, I was in, like, spring break, just, like, relaxing in bed, like, trying to watch it. I'm like, come on, like... This used to be really interesting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So now, but I'm I'm waiting once I get back to work because like I watched uh, the Netflix movie of the week today at work, so I couldn't watch any Dexter. But you know, Wednesday, Wednesday, Friday, I'll I'll be plowing through. I'll be plowing through. All right. But and, uh, that's all. All right. Well, guys, let's move on. To the Netflix movie, or Netflix. Aaron, how about you introduce this next segment for us? We'll move on to the Netflix book club. <laughs> yeah, thank you. 
Whose motorcycle is this? It's a chopper, baby. Whose chopper is this? Zed's. Who's Zed? Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. Then you know what I'm saying. Describe what Marcellus Wallace looks like. What? Say what again. Say what again. I dare you. I double dare you. So, this week, we all watched, well, Lacey and I rewatched this film, mm-hmm. and David watched it for the first time. Zed's that Dead, baby. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. My oh my. Should we let David take the reins on this one? I mean, he's the one who hasn't seen it before. I guess we should at least hear his opinion on it first. Yeah. My oh my. Samuel Jackson. 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 Samuel L. Jackson, what a performance. I'll take Samuel L. Jackson for 500 Trebek. <laughs> what a great performance by him. Like, yeah, it's pretty good. Very intense. Like, And the scripture that he quoted, like, yeah. before he kills people. It, it was a really good movie. I was, like, I always heard that this movie was good, but mm-hmm. it's really, and this is, uh, in my opinion, John, John Travolta, right? Yes. Yes. That's his best performance, like hands down. You don't That's like his, his performance, performance in Old Dogs, huh? <laughs> you don't like his performance in Old Dogs? Oh no 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 no! <laughs> no, I don't know. I can't think of anything better. He's not very good it's in just... Greece, so I mean, and he's not very Greece, good in like anything. anything. Yeah. Carrie, he... he's good in Carrie. Is he though? Is he's he believably though? horrible in Carrie. <laughs> I think is maybe the one thing. Yeah. One thing I like about this movie is the way that um, they chose to show it, meaning how they showed like the almost the end, the end scene first, and then how it cuts to like how it's broken up into like is it called X? Because like yeah, is that like, the best? I suppose way? Yeah. that's probably the best way to say it. Like how the X stories are. How they're not chronologically linked, but the the way that they're linked makes sense, and the way you can put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, kind of that's a that's like a Tarantino thing, trademark thing. It's like that his stories are not told in chronological order usually. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a lot of Tarantino? Uh, you saw Django, right? Yeah. This is I've seen this one and. This might be the only Tarantino film I've seen. <laughs> I'm thinking. Really? I'm trying to think here. Kill, isn't Kill Bill Quentin? Yeah. yeah, I've not seen Kill Bill though. Neither have I. Maybe we should put that on the queue. Yeah. I don't think Is it's that on, still Netflix. on Netflix. I don't think so. Look her up. No. Um. No, yeah, but, that's um, the only Tarantino film I've seen. Man, I'm just realizing this huge gap in my my knowledge now. Um, yeah, I love. Yeah, I there's a lot of monologues. Yeah, in this movie, and they're all done really, really, really well by all the characters. I agree. I agree. Um, all, there's a lot. Also, there's a lot of really good actors in this movie. Yeah, great cast. Which I mm-hmm. was like, like Bruce Willis just shows up, or I was like, whoa, didn't know you were going to be now, a part of this movie, but now I'm glad I watched this again because I didn't realize this tiny cameo. Blink and you miss it. Um, Steve Buscemi playing the Chuck Berry, or not Chuck Berry, um, oh, the Buddy dad? Holly. The, no, or Buddy the Holly. Da- no, that's Christopher Walken. Um, Buddy Holly in, like, the 
whatever the jackrabbit or whatever the the restaurant that they go to steve buscemi is playing the buddy holly impersonator i'm like i'm like is that that's steve buscemi (laughs) like look at the credits it is steve buscemi what he says like two lines (laughs) i'm like all right a few things that uh weirded me out weirded you out well the the whole monologue about the watch yeah oh god that scene is so good that might be one of my favorites. It, it was it was really good, but it was just like this watch. It's in your father's butt, like, well, he said, yeah, yeah. Thank you for, for five years. Then he died. Then I put it in my butt for two years. I was yeah. like, I, I love how like the scene, like it, the whole scene, just like slowly like uh, zooms in on his face, and he's like, it was in your father's butt for four years, <laughs> and then like the, like it cuts back to just a straight shot of him. Um, he's like, he'd be damned. If he didn't get this watch to you. I love the way he enunciates a damned. <laughs> like, that's my walking. That's my so man. Like, so, like, that was just, like, a weird but good dialogue. And then, but it's weird because it's connected cause to the other weird scene in this movie. Oh, my God. The whole yeah. uh, raping, like, kidnapping yeah. odd scene. But you know, is it because his father... <laughs> had to watch in his butt, so Bruce Willis was not chosen first, so he was able to save. Maybe his father took the toll for him. Like it's all connected. I, I saw I saw I see the connection. It makes sense. I all right. It has now, something to do with butts. Yeah. That's yeah. all we know. I just wanna I wanna ask this. I, I wanna ask you too, Aaron. Am I alone in thinking that that second story, like just don't put it in your movie? Like well I mean like, that actually bad. was it's not my bad. opinion. The, the first time I saw this film, my opinion was I didn't really like it as much as like the other Tarantino films I'd seen because I think the Bruce that Bruce Willis storyline I just didn't really care for it. it just doesn't like I was like I like the beginning of your film, I like the end of your film, mm-hmm. but I, it, this story that's not as connected to the other two, not as interesting as the other two, mm-hmm. it's like it just didn't work for me. Yeah. And the second time around, I think it definitely. It played better with me. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I guess this is a little bit more interesting than I was giving it credit for. But I still agree with you that I think the movie would have been stronger yeah. if it was almost entirely focused on like Travolta and Samuel Jackson. Yeah. I agree. Oh, can we talk about Travolta's dancing and his his, his gr- fabulous dancing? Like, like when you go over the movie on Netflix and it has like a screenshot of like him like. Like awkwardly, I'm like, oh man, I just I want to have that for my PS4 background. Looks like, phenomenal, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like the I was, it felt a little disconnected, but at the same time, I was like, oh, Bruce Willis is in this one. Okay, I'm on board. Like, I like Bruce Willis. Well, that, that's so, the thing. It's, it's not bad. It's just very like so loosely connected that like you could have at least done something else here like maybe make one of them one of the like the one of the hitmen one, one of samuel l jackson or uh them be the one that gets kidnapped with him at least like maybe like why make it like this boss guy who like we barely see throughout the movie and then all of a sudden be like this is where he gets his moment to shine but like 
it makes it feel disjointed, and then they try and kind of fix it. There's the scene where, of course, he, he blows John Travolta away. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's one barely scene with John Travolta. Like, it just feels like when you, you start your movie, when you don't start it on them, but you essentially start your film with these characters and then come back to these characters at the end, and then there's just this whole middle section that has nothing to do with them. It almost would be better if it was the first section was them, second section someone else, second uh, the third section someone else. It doesn't focus on them again. Like that at least makes it feel like you're going for something more than just like how do we fill 45 minutes? I know. <laughs> like I don't know. That's I mean like don't get me wrong. I like this movie. But that is my biggest complaint. It was my biggest complaint the first time, too. I'm like, this doesn't need to be here. I, I actually completely agree with you. Yeah. And that's why I don't rank it as highly among like Tarantino's works as mm-hmm. other people seem to do. One of my, my favorite line is um, at the very end when he's like, reaching my wallet, how much money I got. And, you know, he's, like, cussing them out and, like, being all Samuel Jackson. And, and like, whenever Samuel Jackson talks in this movie, I'm just like, he has that like, what I, calmness to him that's almost terrifying how calm yeah. he is. Yeah. But uh, he goes, now take take that fifteen hundred dollars. And and uh John Travolta's like, What? Don't take that money. It's like, man, if you give him that money, I'm gonna shoot him on principle. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that line is really good. I was like, Yeah, you're right, John. You should just shoot him <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, the, principal. the thing I, I noticed watching it a second time is like how magnetic Uma Thurman is in this film. Like, her performance is, like, really, like, you know, you get drawn into every word she says, everything she does, and it's just like, why don't we see her in more movies anymore? Like, what happened? Like, Uma Thurman's great. (laughs) It was Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin, yeah. That's what happened. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Movie 43 probably didn't help her much either. But yeah. Um. No. Yeah. I mean, I was I was happy. Watch it. I was I was really happy with this movie. I mean, obviously the the Bruce Willis storyline is debatable whether it yeah. should be, but still, seeing it the first time. Yeah. No, I got you. I was happy with it. So, so David, were you? Were you familiar with like some of the, the moments of this film that have become <laughs> so prevalent on the internet as memes nowadays? You know, you got your John Travolta, like, where is the intercom little <laughs> look uh, around? Yeah. Say you got to have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I blew his face off, man. I love his voice. Yo, that, that whole scene. <laughs> like, I, was I like, think what you hit you? a yeah, bump. That... <laughs> He's like, I didn't hit no bumps. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought that was interesting because you know Samuel Jackson talked about how it was divine intervention and all that stuff, and you know oh, yeah. I thought I honestly thought it was like the perfect negative to that, like just you know whatever it may be, dumb luck or the devil's work to just blow the brains out of this random kid in the backseat. I thought it was like a, a perfect balance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let me, those clothes that they were wearing at the end of the movie, like, looks like they were going to the beach. Yeah. That's now, beautiful. Now, here's my second biggest problem with this film. 
I'm okay with directors giving themselves cameos in films, but not when you're like like a character that has several lines, who's like the saving grace of your characters. Like, all right, dude, calm down. <laughs> like, it takes me. Let's himself it. say the n word yeah. a couple times. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Come on, Tarantino, just like. Chill out a little, okay? It's, it's funny how young he was then, too. Like, to make a film like that so young. Like, dude. So talented. Mm-hmm. But he's a talented director. I'm not going to deny that. I just think it is very much like a one of my first films in my career kind of film. Like, you know, it's, it's a little weak. But it, it's still a classic in its own right. I mean, it's hard to deny how much cultural impact this film has had. Um, yeah. I mean, this is also a film that's on the AFI Top 100. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I need to look at this list. <laughs> like, what? What is this <laughs> AFI Top 100? There's King Kong and Pulp Fiction? I'm like, I don't know that I would put either of those on there, but all right. I mean, there's a lot of interesting choices all around on the list, but this yeah. is definitely a film that you can tell... Like you said, it did have a really, it really redefined like American culture, and I do think it is, like I was talking about, like some of these lists, films on the list like aren't very cinematic; they're just like plays that we've shot on camera. But mm-hmm. this is a film that is extremely cinematic yeah. Yeah. to the point where it's like a film, ex- almost exclusively for film lovers in a sense. In that, like, there's so much, like, just like the language of film is just like mm-hmm. so like it draws your attention to the actual filmmaking yeah. so much that it's, it's very much, you know, like a movie built for people with kind of like this movie knowledge, you know, like, cause that's what Tarantino style is, is that he's mm-hmm. like always constantly taking little bits and pieces from all these movies that he's seen, all these different genres that he's inspired by and just stitching them together into something new. So it is very much, a different cinematic experience in that regard, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. So, yeah, I mean, it's not my... <laughs> I have only seen, like, maybe, like, half of his filmography, I think. Okay. But... Has he only made eight? Yeah, he's only made eight films. But <laughs> I, I, I think he's counting Kill Bill as wow. one film now. Yeah, so. I can see that. I mean, he does call it, like, volume one, volume two, right? Or something like that. Right. Fact, part one. And they, they are basically, it's basically just two halves. Not, they're not, like, they're not, like, complete stories, right. either of them. So, but, so, like, this isn't one of my favorite of, favorite of his, but I can definitely see, like, why it deserves a spot on that list. Because, you know, it is very much a f- good e- example of just, like, cinema. You know, just right. the language of movie making. You know? Mm-hmm. No, oh, I gotcha. I agree. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to cut it this week here at the end of the Netflix book club. Of course, next week... We're oh, wait, be... what? Yeah. I was just going to remind you to mention <laughs> okay. what we're going to say yeah. next week. Uh, next week, we're going to be watching Barton... Boo! Are you I'm booing booing Aaron. We're interrupting Jacob. Oh, okay. Now you interrupted my boo, I don't so get boo. For once in my life. Um, no, we're watching Barton Fink and Ethan Cohen. And I don't know why I just called it Ethan Cohen. It's the Cohen Brothers. <laughs> it's Cohen Brothers film. Uh, so we'll be watching that. Uh, be sure to watch it for next week. We're going to talk spoilers, just like for Pulp Fiction. And, uh, guys, if you want to find us around the internet, 
I think I told, I already said we're cutting bad movie in Fault in Your Stars. I think I said it, but yeah, we're cutting it too long uh, for this week. But you'll get Aaron's bad movie and David's Fault in Your Stars next week. Um, there you go. Um, guys, if you want to find us around the internet, you can find us at Reboot Already on, on Twitter. You can find us on, uh, my God, SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes. Uh, you can email us at RebootAreadyUnderway at gmail.com. If you want to find David around the internet, you can find him at DBEX, two S's, DBEX15 on Twitter. You can find Aaron at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. Also, this clever blog name is already taken on Tumblr. Aaron, got anything to pimp out this week? Uh, no, not this week, really. I'm, I'm going to pimp out my no. Twitter. Not I just put on a new header profile, like picture. You guys should go check it out. I, I'll check it out after. Um, but, Aaron, of course. You're pimping your uh, Logan review, so go read that, everybody. If you want to find me, Jacob Lacey, around the internet, you can find me at Jake Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr. Of course, Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, so you can find me. It's a little difficult. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can find me there. Uh, I posted a Logan review as well. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to find it later. Aaron's laughing about his header. Uh, guys, join us next week as we talk about Barton Fink. And Aaron, what else are we going to talk about next week? I already forgot. Uh, Power Rangers, I think. Dude, I set you up, and the one time I set you up, bye bye, man. Don't take it. Thank you, David. I was trying to avoid it. Wow. Good night, everyone. Good night, night, everybody. We'll see you all next week. We won't be talking about bye bye, man. Always and forever. Goodbye, Aaron. Aaron, you like that? Thank you.